Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know, Aaron, you're really making it hard to want to talk to you. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Behind the Sins, presented by CinemaSins. Welcome to Behind the Sins, a weekly look at everything going on inside the world of CinemaSins. I'm Aaron Dicer, and I'm joined as always by Jonathan Watkins. Hello, hello. And Danae Hughes. Nom, 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 nom. We write for CinemaSins, TV Sins, and do various other things inside the CinemaSins universe as well. How is everybody? Surviving? Yeah, well, it was a little treacherous drive-in because of the ice today. Yeah. But by the time you listen to this podcast, hopefully the weather will be sunny and beautiful. Yeah. But as of this moment, it's gross. I used to have to walk to school. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not not even doing that. (laughs) When I was young... I had to walk I could, to school. Yeah, I have never walked to school in my entire life. Six it was never feet really snow. a feasibility. <laughs> so. I did. I walked to school in six feet of snow, uphill both ways. It's all did true. You really? Mm-hmm. Yep. Really? Yeah, of course. No, I really did walk to school in snow. Yeah. But uphill? Sure. Not both ways, but yes, one, <laughs> one of the ways was uphill. <laughs> I've never lived close enough to my school to walk to it. So. I, had a, I had a fence in our backyard. Cool. Uh, that, Good story. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. you must have been rich. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All right. Fine. I won't tell you the story. No, please do. I'm just kidding. Once I had a fence. We we had this uh, a high fence, so it was probably I'm guessing it was eight like an eight foot fence. Oh, that's even, that makes you even more wealthy. So and the privacy. Well, no, it was because the soccer fields for my school were right up against my backyard, mm-hmm. and so it was supposed to separate in case like any of the soccer balls right. got kicked that way. <laughs> you, like or, lived on or campus. Basically, I did, <laughs> but I would there. You could either there was a, a gate in that fence about two blocks down, but I would just climb on our smaller fence Mm -hmm. and stand on that and then climb over the larger (laughs) fence but it had these it had these barbs on it yeah on this fence and so i i bent those down but even still occasionally i'd scratch myself or the worst was i'd catch a shirt you know on the way down and i end up ripping my shirt or whatever because this this would have been like early 80s right yeah 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 well mid 80s privacy fences then i don't remember i mean i guess they did i mean i'm sure some people did but you crawled basically through like a prison wire to go to school yes great yeah that's better every every day uh, <laughs> i'd hop over that thing and then you know walk across the soccer fields to the school and yeah hmm. so we had a was... chain link fence at our last house but now we're in a neighborhood that has an hoa and so we couldn't get a chain link fence and so now i have like a, a vinyl fence which is amazing i yeah. gonna lie Did, i so... felt i felt rich when they put that thing up i also uh i also would get the whole cliche 
like is true. Like I would get accosted by bullies who wanted my lunch money. Like these as are, you cross the these are yes yeah. really yeah these are real things that happened but in my like childhood growing up. Tall and I'm... yeah. Well, at the time, so <laughs> I, I moved from that house before high school. So this was during like early. Uh, to mid grade school, so we're talking third, fourth grade. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, somebody called you f- something offensive online. I used to have to fight my way to school. <laughs> I had a guy pull a knife on me. I oh really did. Goodness. That happened to me so, once too. Yeah, well, <laughs> you were a little older and kind of put yourself in that situation. So, <laughs> whoa. Well, steps away from the mic. <laughs> technically, they didn't pull a knife on you. That's true. Technically, you you stood between two people who were about to knife each other. That's true. Oh, uh, come on. <laughs> that's true. Which, when you think about it, is actually worse. Yeah. Because you're well, going to get stabbed in the front and back. Well, te- no, but technically one of them was a gun and the other one was oh, a knife. Oh, that's true. One of them was a gun. Oh, yeah, that makes goodness. it a whole, whole bunch better. Jesus. Anyway, you were saying. No, your adulthood is so much more interesting than my grade school. Oh, I should have told my bullying stories from childhood. You're right. I yeah. didn't mean to. No, no, no. Oh, you're good. No. No, we one should probably the, do a show. One of my wife's ex-boyfriends, is, who's a friend of mine, too, He, um, um, he's kind of like your size. Like, he's legit. I don't know how tall you are, but he's legit seven feet tall. I'm not that tall. Okay. And um, he told me one time, or we were just talking about random stuff, but he's, like, never been in a fight because... Who's going to fight him? I don't even no, know it's if he true. knows how to fight. No, it, it's true. I I, yeah. I am a gentle giant because I've never had to fight. Yeah. So, yeah, no, that's and true. And I just learned how to run away. And uh, oh, that's, that's how smart. I've avoided fights. <laughs> hey, I, running away is a great tactic. <laughs> it, there's no I recommend to get it. in a fight. <laughs> no, not at all. If you can avoid it. I totally agree. I will. Or Danae wait. will step in the middle. Of I will. It I will wait I to, to, to share it. my opinion on all fighting things until <laughs> another show, another time, maybe a mini pod someday. Maybe, maybe. Uh, you guys ready to get into it? Yeah. You mean like a fight? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Here comes this inside scoop. What's he building in there? I've got a secret. I've got a secret. Pay no attention to that man. We're going to take a look at the uh, the Cinema Sin content from the week. I should say the Sins content Did from you? the week. Cinema Sim? Sin, no, I, well, I may have accidentally. Cinema Sin. Synonym. What is a synonym for cinnamon? <laughs> oh, no. Where is this show? Does it take Cinema Sins to find a synonym for cinnamon? Oh, <laughs> oh uh, Star Wars Rebels. <laughs> yes. No, I'm just kidding. No, I, I, that is actually a good question, though. Let's go to Star Wars Rebels to kick things off. This was a Hughes Watkins uh, script. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, Janae yeah, we, and... We apparently are the Star Wars experts. <laughs> Jonathan. Oh, it's terrifying. Doing the Star Wars experts on this. Uh, did either of you watch this show? I didn't. No, I had never. I had never seen it. Um, one of my uh, one of my best friends, though, is a huge Star Wars person, and uh, as a lot of people are, and uh, was really excited to hear we were doing this because he had been trying to get me to watch it for like a couple of years now. So I I watched it. Um, and, and by the way, I, I guess I should say this: it's really interesting how these things fall sometimes because mm-hmm. honestly, we don't really take into account who has you know, necessarily watched all of a series or not watched any of Mm -hmm. it, because for what we do, it can actually be a strength, you know, if you haven't, because that's kind of the ignorance of the narrator Mm -hmm. too, is, is kind of emphasizing that. But I I did watch Star Wars Rebels. Um, It was okay. It's Clone Wars, I thought was better um, as far as the, the Star Wars cartoons go. 
Um, but the, what's interesting is their canon. Like this stuff is mm-hmm. actual legit canon in the Star Wars universe. So people really do take it seriously. Well, yeah, because the um, when I didn't understand, like the was it Solo? Where yeah, it was Solo, where a character mm-hmm. I thought was dead just showed up at the end. Right. And uh, Barrett was telling me like, oh, yeah, no, I asked my son about that. So that happened in episode 42 of Clone Wars. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. What the crap? Yeah. Yeah. There are some there are some characters in Star Wars Rebels that have become a bigger part. Mm -hmm. In fact, I think one of them um, is going to be in the uh, touched on in uh, the Mandalorian soon. I I recently heard a rumor of that. So it's it's kind of if you're willing to go into this stuff, Mm -hmm. like it can be interesting canonically i really hope it's not ezra because uh yeah <laughs> well i think the video made that clear <laughs> nobody wants more ezra we did not enjoy ezra <laughs> well it's funny because danae and i had a quite a few ezra sins and i was like oh because barrett was shadowing us and uh, yeah. barrett had like aaron barrett had seen the show he had watched it with his son and um which and uh, anyways sorry but uh but uh, but he actually said he was glad that we had so much ezra stuff in there because i guess he didn't like him either so i was like okay yeah cool. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a real bummer of a protagonist. Like he's just not but fun I, to root but for. But I wonder if he's exciting for a younger person. Possibly. Because it has that sort of like you're the kid and then the adults are the bummer. And right. so we've talked about it before, you know, you're watching through yeah. the eyes of a child. Maybe Ezra is somebody that you can kinda like Good. really I relate thought, to. I thought maybe he got better as the show went on. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. You know, this show reminded me of one of my most favorite shows growing up, which was Transformers Beast Wars, which is a really like not a lot of people when I say that know what the heck I'm talking about. But it um, it it reminded me of that because the narration was sort of like chunky, kind of clunky Mm -hmm. looking, which is totally fine because that's just like a it's a style choice. But when Beast Wars was made, I don't know actually when it was made, but uh, because I don't know if it like correlates to whenever I watched it or not. But it was was like in the aughts. It, yeah, it was it was early animation, so mm-hmm. it's clunky and chunky because it had to be. Whereas this one is kind of more clunky and chunky because it chose to be, probably because it's easier, right? Um, and and takes far less time to render and to create. I didn't have a bad time watching this. I don't. I like Star Wars, uh, yeah. the universe, but I'm not. I'm not somebody who knows all the lore. Like I'm not a Star Trek. I like Star Trek, but I'm not a Trekkie where I is, like I understand the the history sure. and stuff. So Star Wars is very similar in that I don't I don't know all the details. And well, so when I send something like this, mm-hmm. it makes me nervous because I don't want to get you know, I want to do the fans, you know, I'm justice. In same, I'm in the same boat with you. I've seen all the Star Wars movies and I've enjoyed them. You know, I've enjoyed the ones most people enjoy. I haven't enjoyed the ones most people don't enjoy. But yeah, I don't. Yeah, I was concerned about that. And I, I realized, though, no matter what we did, and I think the YouTube comments proved this, no matter what we did, I mean, people were just going to, you know, have have thoughts. Yeah, so- <laughs> <laughs> what? People have opinions on the Internet? <laughs> Uh, so would you say, Danae, that the, uh, the Tolkien stuff is really kind of the only stuff you've really explored depth of world? But I wouldn't even say that I've explored depth of world because, you know, like I just read the books and watched the movies. I really loved, I think maybe I would say depth explored in the making of the movies and I really got into that kind of thing. Um, and then of course I've read the Lord of the Rings, but, uh. But even that you haven't read like the Cimmerillion. Exactly. Okay. Right. And, and some people like all, I know enough to, to understand in conversation. Mm -hmm. But if, if you've got some, like a fan coming in talking about like the different ages. Right. You could talk about Tom Bombadil, but a little bit, a little bit, but not, but not like all the history before, um, which is probably 
wise because then I'll just get lost in it. <laughs> it's yeah. I mean I, I love. Are you excited for the TV series about the? I love early ones. Uh, didn't know that was happening. Amazon, yeah, Amazon is Amazon uh, is oh, no, spending like hundreds of millions oh, yeah, of dollars. I, did. I knew that was happening. Yeah, yeah that is. Although they just to me. lost their lead. Yeah, but I, but I, I looked, but that what was because mean? of. Uh, I think he had some prior commitments, and I guess the, that's what he said. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what was going on there. It was weird. Uh, Will but, Poulter or, mm-hmm. but um, anytime you go into a like a something that there's a lot of world building, um, it's it's exciting to you me. dig it. I dig it. Yeah. yeah. I, I appreciate Which is why it. you appreciated Alita Battle Angel more than the most yeah. as well, because there's a lot of real interesting world building going on. Well, and on you can there. get and you can you can handle world building a little differently in a TV show. And it, it, it can be a it can be a negative sometimes, yeah. but it can also. But if it's done well, it can be a huge positive. And that's why um, I think like the Mandalorians working so well and a lot of the Marvel shows work really well. I yeah. will. Because there's will just say, so much there to pull from. I will say that. <clears throat> um watching this was confusing to me um let me tell you what happened so we did the first and second mm-hmm. episode and uh for whatever reason mine played the second episode first oops <laughs> so i start off with them in the ship um and it was uh, ezra and a uh, boxer short girl boxer shorts on her head person you stole my favorite joke but yeah uh, didn't steal it i wrote it thank you <laughs> but like what what's her name i can't remember her name gosh this is me i should have looked at all up. Asaka, maybe anyway so they're in the ship and they're about to go and tell the other people that they're that that it was all like a trap mm-hmm. that's where i started <laughs> nice and so i was really really confused and then then as i was rewinding i was using this new kind of setup or whatever and as i was rewinding somehow I think like I touched the keyboard or I don't know what I did, but I turned it to French. And so as I'm watching, Ezra comes around the corner and starts to tell them like, it's a trap. It's a trap. And then like the bad guys show up. And when the just as the bad guys show up, they start speaking in French. And I thought this was a purposeful choice. (laughs) And I was... I was so surprised that there wasn't any subtitles because I was like, this is so confusing. I watched three minutes of everything in like this French immersion. And then after three minutes, I was like, this is this is there's got to be something going on here. And so then I went and looked and I I realized two things. I was watching it in the wrong order. And also it was it was subtitles had been changed. Well, and we had had like changed. we had had some emails or something or slack going on because this was one where we were a little like there was some confusion as to oh. which episode we were doing. Yes. So it was and just so this, even after all that, after all that, that was my very first <laughs> nice. few minutes of watching the show. Uh, so. I think the character's name that you're talking about uh, is not uh, Ahsoka, which or Asaka, which is from actually more from Clone Wars. But it's mm-hmm. this, I think they're the same species. Um, but uh, Hera, maybe. Yeah, I think is that what you're sounds talking about. like a name that was on there. So yeah, yeah, the Togrudas, <laughs> the Togruta species has the 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 head tails. They're, they're not horns, but they're like no fleshy. I, I'll, I'll just transition us into the video itself with this because so I did want to talk heads or tails. That must be really confusing. <laughs> what you're supposed to say. Um, uh, transition uh, us to talking about the video, um, which I will start since I didn't write on it. Um, I, that boxer briefs thing cracked me up. <laughs> and for a couple of reasons. Number one, it's true. 
like they wear they wear pants as scarves like yeah. that's they have they have head legs yeah. you know but i had just seen an episode of the mandalorian with a a, a character from that same species which again is a a tagruta is the the name of that species okay and hers was more like a head thong Oh. Like it was, it was cut a little, like, like it was cut, yeah, clad. it was cut in a way that way and for that character made, you know, a little more sense. And I was like, wait a second, is it meant to be sensual? Like, is, are we meant to think those are kind of like I gotta, legs? I got to get caught up on my Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just really curious about this visually. Uh, so anyhow, I just, that cracked me up when I read that. Cause I was just thinking that with this new character that like they wear underwear on their heads, basically. <laughs> And uh, and you wrote that sin. So. You know, sometimes I'll, you write something and and it's like a like you don't know if it's going to jump in or not. And that was one of them where I was like, oh, I, those look like boxers. And I just kind of wrote that and, and put it up for grabs. Yeah. And it was. Yeah. Well, and, and let me be very clear. It's probably just my pervy brain that, that saw that. And like, you're going to watch this and be like, that's just it's just a headscarf, Aaron. It's just a headscarf. But at the same time, it's definitely a thought I had. Yeah. So. I don't well, like, know. Do they have, like, I wonder if they have like the equivalent of like a butt crack on their head that they have to cover up. <laughs> right. Like what's going and, like, on up there? Like, you know, working on a refrigerator. I don't know. Working on a refrigerator <laughs> or something. But I don't yes. know why they would be leaning that way. That joke uh, doesn't work. I uh, I really loved the lightsaber for the first time equals death. Yeah. Uh, observation is so true. That's so um, true. And then it happens talking about this... how he like, didn't burn his face off? Yes. I think yeah, that was Barrett. Crazy. Was that Barrett or was that you, Jonathan? Well, I... I think I I wrote it, but uh, he changed it because I think I made it more specific to Ezra and uh, Barrett's like this happens like constantly. It does things that's bugged him like his whole life, right? And I hadn't really thought about it, but it's so true. We've never seen someone just incredibly happen all the time with somebody just yeah. Especially if you didn't know what it was, because somebody would be looking right down it. Yes, of course. You better put that down right now. It's very dangerous. I'm really enjoying this so old I, person voice. Sorry, I uh, I really enjoyed that sin. Um, so yeah, this, this this is a really funny video. You guys did a great job. Uh, what Thank else from you. the video specifically did you guys want to bring I up? Wish, uh, I wish people on YouTube thought that we did a great job. Um, they did. I mean, let's talk about it. Listen, <laughs> the main thing people didn't like was the zero G swimming thing, right? Oh, and like, we will talk about that too. Yeah, you're, you're gonna talk, you want to talk about that later? That yeah, that'll later. be keeping tabs. All right, yeah. we'll talk about that in keeping tabs then. But what else from? Uh, was there really a lot of other criticism? No, than I, that? I I don't know. I didn't read like every comment. Okay, um, I, and I knew I knew much like. Uh, it's a great pumpkin. I just knew this was going to be something. Not that it's like a classic, but like that it's a classic franchise. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I knew this was going to be something that people were going to have things to say. And a lot of people, a lot of the complaints were that we didn't do Clone Wars. Yeah, it was. Yeah. You know, it wasn't that we did this, but that you know we 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 should have done Clone Wars. But well, it's still there. <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> it still it can, can happen. It can still be done, people. <laughs> um, I was really shocked by how horrible all the shooting was. It was so distracting and it's really hard to tell in the video. Like the aiming you mean? But if you watch the show, it was so bad. And it and like that we both it, had stuff on that. It was so bad. Yeah, we and, were and, in agreement. In a way where it's like the whole episode or well, the f- first two episodes is so much gunfire. Like it, but but you really can't take anything seriously. And so that's why I wrote the like bad guys shoot and misses good guys shoot and hits like mm-hmm. the end that's like all there there's no emotion to this there's no tension build up at all right. and it's because it's a kid show i know or because it's animated and so like i i just had to kind of flip my brain and go this is 
this is just the world they're building but i found that to be incredibly <laughs> annoying like but i was, was very annoyed where they're like in that alleyway and like the they're one like, shot it made it look like, like they were pretty away. far apart but mm-hmm. then it cut to like a close like it cut to a wider shot and they're like literally like two feet away from each other yeah they're and it's so like, close you could have not done that i mean you had to draw that Sorry. I think in the uh, uh, the I know in the Walking Dead video, and it, we may have done this even before, but we talk about the Stormtrooper school of aiming at things. Yeah. Uh, and what's hilarious is I mean, I'm just going to compare everything to the Mandalorian today. In the latest episode of the Mandalorian, uh, the Mando actually makes a joke like that. He says something like, "I didn't go, I didn't go train as a stormtrooper. I can aim my gun or something <laughs> like." That. Yeah, it's you like, have to just wonder just what's common, up. It's just commonly known now. I- they, they're all like cross-eyed they're all they're all maybe their their vision is just obscured inside of their masks or something right. or their guns are all there's just something about watching it that if it just happened a few times that'd be one thing but there's so many many gun battles in this there's so much yeah. gunfire that's happening and that really really bothered me well, um and, they, I, and like i said i mean they're drawing this they're animating it they could have mm-hmm. they could have made that look any way they wanted yeah and they they chose to show them like two feet apart, like just not hitting each other. It was really odd. It was an odd decision. Uh, and one of my favorite sins was one that Jonathan wrote. Um, the first hour of the show seems to be spouting off names and it's like a CW shit show bingo and you can't have everything, Disney. I really <laughs> loved that. It's a great callback. Oh, and I guess we should say 69. Noise. Uh, the number yeah, of there sins. were a lot of comments about that. Yeah. Uh, we sh- I, yeah, I, I didn't even think about it at the time because we did that on something recently, right? Where we yeah, we that was on the video. Nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe we should have done that again. Oh well, no, nah. We don't. The one thing I wanted time. to point out though was, and maybe it was just because we had just done Aladdin, but oh my god, it felt like that first thirty minutes they just stole half of that from Aladdin. Yeah, it did have very much of an Aladdin feel. Oh my, because Ezra. Mm-hmm. I mean, even like like the things he's stealing and like the way he moves. Yeah, when he uh, jumps up onto the roof and all that. Yeah, and there were a couple <gasps> people that were like, "Oh, I'm not the only one that thought that." <laughs> I also just remembered that I have one of my favorite outtakes of all time in this one, which is using space balls, the jam. Uh-huh. I was really proud of that. Yeah, one. that one let it off. That was <laughs> yeah, we great. both had. Uh, yeah, we yeah. both had spaceballs. Yeah, outtakes, of course. I yeah, mean, actually, is, I mean, yeah. How could you not? That's a that's a uh, that's a good way to transition to the next one because that spaceballs jam outtake actually led yeah, the, the Rick, Rick and, and Morty the Rick and Morty for last week, um, which was interdimensional cable two. Uh, this was an Atkinson Hughes joint, so Chris and Danae wrote on this, and all I have to say is penis balls. That's uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was amazing. Was that that was was that our first bonus round for no. TV Sins? No. No. I think I did. Well, I, we certainly did the buttons on Family Guy. Yeah, uh, that but was that, was, right. but that right. wasn't. We, a bo- haven't, we haven't done that many for TV sends. But that wasn't a bonus round, by the way. The buttons thing happened in in video. Oh, yeah, uh, that's not right. that was at the end of the video, though. I think but it, it was. It was. Oh, no, no, but yeah, it, yeah, hap- yeah, yeah. it happened in the sin count. I do then feel like there we... was another one, though. At there least was one. There more. was. I just don't remember what it was yeah, off the top of my head. I don't either. Tell us. Somebody will remember. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We've said a lot about Rick and Morty. I will say, as far as this episode goes, it's actually an episode of Rick and Morty that I feel kind of goes too far. Like, like it's weird to say that. What I mean when I say that is I just stopped enjoying it because I was like, I'm kind of done with the randomness. Uh, on this one, I want something a little more solid to put my feet into. Having said that, it's, it, I mean, it is hilarious. There are moments of it that there, are, there you know, are very funny. There uh, are definitely really funny moments in it. The, um, I just like weird actor references and stuff. So the Jan Michael Vincent thing was just like comedy gold for me. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I could see also a lot of people being like, who the hell is Jan Michael Vincent? Why is this funny? But right. Uh, did you guys have anything else really to say about Rick and Morty or this specific episode uh, at this point? Um, I mean, you, oh, yeah, go I, ahead, I John. I think I'm exactly on point with you, Aaron. I just I, and I do wonder, though, if they were kind of some of that was on purpose. Like this is a oh, sequel sure. because they make references to that being a sequel. Yeah. But even so, it's kind of like we were talking about with the last one. Even if you're admitting that you're being this way, you're still being this way. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah totally. So. Um, it was interesting for me because I didn't send the first Rick, the Rick Steve, mm-hmm. was it Rick, Rick Steve minutes? minutes mm-hmm. That was, um, but Chris had said that this one was really difficult for him because he did them back to back. And so he kind of felt like it was sort of like a, like a repeat. Maybe that's part of what it was for me too, because I just send Rixty minutes and I'm watching this going, this is, just, I mean, it's just yeah. more of the same silly stuff. Yeah. Um, Which fine. I mean, that's why you watch the show. I, again, it's, you know, well, and if, and to him, it felt like it wasn't as funny as the first one. I agree. And for me, I didn't watch the first one. I send this one. And so it, but it was, and it had that. And then I watched the video with you guys. And so I'm like, oh, yeah, there's the similarity. And I had forgotten that there were even two of them. Um, mm-hmm. So it was interesting. I, like, I, I didn't enjoy it as much uh, sending wise because this isn't uh, an episode, it's not, not like a show where there's a beginning, middle and end. It's got all these like little um, components to it. It was OK. I didn't have a horrible mm-hmm. time with it or anything. Yeah. Um, uh, Chris said that the uh, personal space one, he absolutely hated it. He, um <laughs> He said that the fans love the personal space ones. And now whenever he hears a phrase, he thinks of that particular skit. Um, it actually ended up being an outtake in Lion King. But the one thing, can I say that? Yeah, because he did Lion King like we oh, gosh. <laughs> We're talking about it this oh, week. So, oh, Guys, it's weird. It's weird. I'm in this weird space of not knowing what's coming out now or later. Um, it ended up being an outtake in Lion King, which we'll talk about here in a second. But the one thing I did love about it was seeing the alien cheering on the guy as he went down the list of things that people needed, although it started a little bit late. Yeah. I laughed so hard at that part, which I haven't laughed a whole bunch, but that part with that little happy, cheery alien. Al- yeah. Because I thought the whole thing was pretty ridiculous, and but that little alien made me so happy. <laughs> yeah. Um. But then for us, I think the biggest uh part of it was the... Um, bonus round stuff. So the yeah. interesting thing about the bonus round. Yeah, tell, how, how did that all come to be? Um, I, Chris wrote every part where the penis was happening. Uh-huh. And when I was watching it, I actually wrote a bonus round of all of the different aliens that had balls on their face somewhere. Because <laughs> if you're, <laughs> there are so many aliens that just have balls on them somewhere. Like they just. Totally. In and, fact, I'm going to talk more about that in, uh, in keeping tabs. Okay, great. So, um, so my my script contained a bonus round of going through and then like an arrow going ping, ping, ping to all the different ball faces. Mm-hmm. And then his and then his script had a bonus round, too. So it was just this really funny thing. So there was a one of the aliens says balls at one mm-hmm. point in time. And so I just recommended that we use the word balls and the, and then, of course, keep the penises because that was just so funny. Nice. Yeah. They say it so much. And that's how the bonus round kind of merged into what it is. I was really curious because sometimes, um, you know, Made In will add those little flourishes um, because they're really good at doing that, too. And I think they have fun doing the bonus rounds. Yeah. Um, So I I, I was was curious how that all came together because that was perfect. That's really funny that both of you had bonus rounds. I know it was really, really surprising uh, and and really fun too. Especially when you were watching the edit for the first time. Mm-hmm. That first time you're put watching the edit yeah. put together, and then you see the bonus round, and it's just penis and balls. It was 
I was laughing. He was, everyone was yeah. having a pretty good time with that one. Um, so I was really, really proud of that one. I, I do have a couple of things that were from the comments that I don't, I, I just wanted to address real quick. Like, sure, mm-hmm. go for it. Apparently the guy in the wheelchair is not Shrimply Pibbles. Right. I saw that. But there was an entire conversation about how it is Shrimply Pibbles and how it's not Shrimply Pibbles. And apparently it really isn't. Mm-hmm. But that's very confusing. I know that mm-hmm. I like Fruity Pebbles. I think Fruity Pebbles are delicious. That is exactly what I kept happening. thinking about when they said that. <laughs> you guys. Why, he, I just why? figured Shrimply Pibbles was a, a, a different flavor of Fruity Pebbles. It was just the, the seafood yeah. flavor. Wow. Um, <laughs> but it was weird because when you're watching the episode and, they're, and they, they're talking about Shrimply Pebbles and then they part the waters and here comes a man in a wheelchair to talk. Oh, it's an easy mistake. So I, why, yeah, I can... But my, my thing is, is like, who is that person and why has a patient just walked into a room <laughs> I have apparently nowhere to give information about human penises. Yeah. It was someone passing by that just happened to have information right. about human penises. Yeah. So there could have been a different sin there for why he was there, but definitely missed it. Um, And I'm thankful to know that in many that, people on the internet also missed it. So I'm not alone in that one. And that character's name was Dicer. That's, uh, <laughs> that's basically me in my daily life. Uh, I do want to point out, though, that in the comment section um it started off i think with someone named good news geek uh, uh no it was anthony anthony cavender says that guy in the wheelchair isn't shrimply pibbles and then there's like 65 people that have commented on right. this or something crazy like that good news geek says anthony why yes he is did you even watch the episode now then they people jump in there's this you know crazy back and forth comments on of course is it is he isn't he mm-hmm. And then many, 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 the very, very, very bottom, um, they, uh, good news says something to the effect of, oh, I was wrong and you were right. Thanks for the conversation. Uh, good news geek says, I have seriously been telling people all day that I got into a YouTube comment argument using, uh, about Rick and Morty and that someone actually came back and admitted they were wrong and apologized. No one has believed me until I've shown them, but, but everyone agrees that this interaction has improved their faith in humanity. So thank you. And I just wanted to point out this happened in, in the YouTube comment section of our channel. That's right. It did. awesome uh that was one of my favorites. we all know the the <laughs> sins comment channels are the place for healthy discourse that is yeah. worldwide known see this Absolutely. is why making mistakes is okay it leads it to wonderful conversations it is uh anything else about interdimensional cable two jonathan did you have anything yeah a couple things the uh the butt going down on that l was really <laughs> really painful to watch i know and then no. the sin was so long, so it like stayed on it for like. And it was in slow motion. <laughs> oh my god! I know, yeah. right? Um, yeah, for sure. I love uh, the you got some Rambo three and my Rick and Morty guys. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, and then the the Werner Herzog sin removal was was great because I did not watch this video until after I worked on a script this past weekend. Um, there might be another Werner Herzog sin removal in a upcoming video. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> yes. Even though yeah. it's just coincidental that that happened, but yeah, it was uh, yeah, those were those were Chris. He's once again just really fun to write with. Really, because I I assumed today you were a huge Werner Herzog fan and had uh, had watched uh, the I, entire I I, filmography. I should say I did the butt crack L one, and he did the other brilliant ones. <laughs> If to you want to know which sit is whose, butt crack L that's is me. Danae, Werner Herzog. I'm just like, that's Chris. Every, like every Monday after the podcast stops, uh, Danae goes and watches Fitz Geraldo. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah, that's yeah, what exactly. I do. <laughs> Let's move on to music video scenes for the week. Taylor Swift, we are never, ever getting back together. Uh, sorry, never, ever, ever getting back together, as is pointed out in the video. Uh, so this is old school Taylor Swift, and this is a f- fun pop song, right? Mm. Like, it is, and I feel like, I don't know the exact, like, when Shake It Off came after this, but I kind of feel like Woo-hoo! this is definitely where she's starting to get a little more poppy. Mm-hmm. And a little oh, less this, this country, up, but I guess this, this was still technically song. a country album. Well, that, it's talked about the video too, it and is. I think it makes yeah, it a is. very valid point. This is straight up a pop song. There's nothing country about no. this this song, in my opinion. I agree. Uh, so I was I was glad to see that because point it's made. Actually, it's good. So that's. that's <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Be I'm, careful. I'm kidding. But uh, be very careful. Uh, I like the uh, the the phrase syntactical economy. Um, which I I just, I loved. Uh, And then the poor guy in the bear costume that that Barrett, for whatever reason, just Mm. wants to punch in the face. The punchable face of the furry. Oh, and there's even like the outtake with him. Like, yes. uh, that was brilliant. How that the ended. more angry, the more angry the narrator got at that <laughs> character, the more I giggled. Yes, uh, and that I thought that was great because he doesn't deserve it. He's not doing anything. <laughs> He's very happy. He is. What's He's wrong very, with that? Very happy. I'm very happy. He's very animated, and like he even is because he's in her. He's, he's he was in her band then. I have no idea if he still is, but there was right. this. Um, Taylor Swift did a um, a performance for a a university i think uh they won a contest or something and they they showed this concert like on vh1 or palladia or one of those channels like constantly and my daughter and my wife would watch it because they both like taylor swift so i've seen this concert many times and um he he's on that and he is a little uh he's a little annoying uh he kind of dances around and fiddles and has a weird yeah. look on his face and i like i like the uh this asshole is my mortal enemy <laughs> mm-hmm. that's a pretty strong statement yeah, it is. but i really enjoyed it um uh, barrett liked it he said this was a lovely song one of the first ones of hers that he actually liked the mm-hmm. video played constantly when he lived in chicago so it was stuck in his head a lot he said i could never take my eyes off that one guy that we referenced constantly in the video and he bothered the hell out of me for no reason at all <laughs> <laughs> nice i thought it was a good thing to point out because i was i saw him immediately when the video was playing i was like man that guy is really happy and he's really looking into my soul right now <laughs> like <laughs> he's got those big eyes you could just tell exactly where he's looking on the screen so i think he was also in the shining i think there was a scene in the shining oh, no. <laughs> that he was into yeah what was that scene about again <laughs> great and also hey That's guys why he's so happy guys, thanks so much for your your feedback about how fun it was for y'all to listen to me ask that question on the shining episode <laughs> Hey, what's one of your favorite moments of BTS history? When Danae had to be explained that that furry was giving a blowjob. That was so funny. Uh, anything um, else from uh, the music video um, sin this week I that like we want to talk about? When we have like a sweet, like silly song like this, that we have a sin of something to the equivalent of like boner pills gets mentioned. Yeah. Um, I just found that funny. Uh, Do you hear any guitar in this chorus was great. Yes. And uh, Mm -hmm. my Mm -hmm. favorite part, though, was the narrator realizing that he was mansplaining. Yes. Oh, yeah, that was fun. That's a great. (laughs) That was a very great. Uh, it was run. a really well written it was a it was a wonderful sin and then and mm-hmm. then you know at the end of it he's you know just like oh no <laughs> like, i hate mansplaining <laughs> oh, crap <laughs> so i um really loved uh the video and the comment section is fun too because people apparently thought that this one had been done before and then it was being re-released and mm-hmm. so they were kind of prepared to like comment on it being re-released 
but then they realized it had never been released mm-hmm. and then they were shocked that it hadn't been. And there were several comments of people going through that very thought process, just writing out like, well, da, 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 and then, da, 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 but then, wow, no, 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 da, 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 yay. <laughs> there was like four or five of those. So I thought that was kind of fun. Nope. It's like, when, what do people yet. do? Do they just type out their thoughts as they're having them? Yes. Like, is there never a point where they're like, oh, my thought has changed, so I don't need to post anything. Nope. Oh, well, I already took the time to write this first sentence. I better um, write a second sentence contradicting it. Have you read my newsletters to the BTS fans yet? Because yeah, <laughs> it's basically like me just doing that. Stream of consciousness is a gift, and you've got it, and some people oh, don't. No. But you're... But and furthermore, you're still you're still creating something like you're right. right. Well, yeah, I have a feeling well, they're you, creating you didn't just blurt all that out and then leave it as is like there's some editing there and there's some you're you're, <laughs> a char- you're basically like a character using stream of consciousness. And that's a right. That's form. exactly it, Jonathan. Yes. yes she spends hours Purposeful. crafting Pur- purposefully uh, stream of consciousness. Totally. Totally on purpose. Yeah. Um, I also <laughs> read somebody leaving a comment that there was no sin off for this being a one shot video. Yeah. And I didn't realize that it, it was a one shot video. I think this is mm. one of one of the most interesting things I've noticed in the comments. There's a there's another one um, coming up. Maybe maybe we'll just talk about this now. But in the in the Lion King, there are a lot of people. Why not the sin off for Can You Feel the Love Tonight taking place during the day? You right. Know? This is one of my new uh, least favorite categories of comments, which like is why not leave? Why not sin off? Yeah. Why not sin off? Or why not sin? They're both kind of in the. Mm-hmm. It's like the better comment would be, Hey, did you notice this too? But yeah, I, I think that i think what we should do as a company as an organization as creatives is every day we should just flood our own comment section and just write the word because <laughs> on, reasons on all for reasons <laughs> listen to the show you'll find out yeah for reasons or that's well, actually so- that's just danae with different youtube uh yeah <laughs> uh, just yes. sends that she didn't get in yeah <laughs> Exactly. Although if we're transitioning to Lion King, I did not write on it. That was Atkinson no, Scott, uh, Scott. Yeah, yeah, totally. Let's go ahead and do that. Let's transition into the CinemaSins stuff for nice. the week. We will start with Lion King 2019. This was the OG's Atkinson Scott script. Mm-hmm. This is Chris and Jeremy uh, putting this together. <laughs> I think this had to be Chris and Jeremy. I yeah. don't know how I'm going to do this, but I have comments from both Jeremy and Chris about this. Well, why don't we just start there? I why don't mean, you make I, it like I, they're, they're having a conversation with each other. <laughs> <laughs> and, Listen, uh, they're going to say give one of the scripts to Aaron. They're going to say everything, you know, that they're going to say a lot of the things that we were going to say anyway. So, you know, and then we can just continue on. So what did they have to say? <clears throat> we'll start with Jeremy. I, I can't wait. All right. Here we go. I hated this movie. I figured that's where we'd start. let me tell you, I personally appreciate these words. (laughs) I say this a lot and I get flack for it. So he says, I hated this movie. I hated this movie like no other in recent memory. We send the movie for basically being a shot for shot remake like Van Sant's Psycho because it is. This movie can literally eat my ass. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see if that can be arranged, Jeremy. Yeah. You know what's interesting about that Van Sant Psycho, though, is I'm not one of them, but I have noticed that there has been a decent amount of people coming out of the woodwork uh, uh, singing that movie's praises. Interesting. Yeah, I haven't, yeah. I haven't seen that. Once again, have said, you ever seen it? Uh, I have, I've seen the movie. You've seen the, you've seen the Van Sant remake? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You didn't. Yeah. Did, you, did you like it? I mean, it, it is what it is. Like, I I don't know. No. Yeah, I'm kind <laughs> of in that same boat. But uh, but no, it's apparently a lot of people are coming out being like, it's I don't know. It got a Blu-ray release a couple years ago. So I think that kind of fascinating uh, brought the conversation back. 
he talked about how um, people who make up original uh, stories and ideas, you know, care that this is kind of one of more of those just a remake for money kind mm-hmm. of a feel to yeah. it. It's kind of what we talked about l- last week. And I think I, I stated his opinion pretty, yep. uh, pretty well, which is that it's from a creator's perspective. This can be very, very frustrating. Uh, Chris said Lion King was joyless experience. That <laughs> the original movie was 90 minutes. This was two hours for no reason. However, when you're in that joyless territory, you can end up writing some pretty good things, which is funny to, for me to hear him say, Mm-hmm. Because I find that to be opposite sometimes because I'm so hating it. Goes it both ways, yeah. So I, I oftentimes have to watch something so many more times when I don't, I'm not enjoying it, which I guess I'll talk about. Well, soon, here's the thing. But- here's what I've realized. It can go both ways because what you have to do is you have to find the joy in whatever your emotion is. Now, joy seems like a weird word when you hate something, right? But if you can find the the exuberance of that hate, like the emperor saying, give in to your, your hate, you know, like if you can give in to your hate, you allow the narrator to have a lot of fun because they can mm-hmm. just be ripping on something. So it's, it's kind of like finding the excitement of either way. Uh, they both talked a little bit about research that they did, which I can get into if you'd like for me to. Um, but Chris ended up watching the original, uh, which is how he wrote the um, sin where Mufasa is scolding Simba, but mm-hmm. doing it kind of from bef- behind mm-hmm. where they can't see the face. So, you know, kind of put him into that. Like, I think what I'm understanding is that uh, because he wasn't enjoying it, he watched the original and that led to him writing that sin. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's they made this movie worse. Like, that's the thing. Like, making it in this hyper-realistic style makes the movie worse. It's just a poor decision. Yeah, he said that um, the director's choice to not do that uh, lost something completely like in not seeing his face like the original does. He said another small change that they made that was dumbfounding was instead of Scar knocking Zazu out during the stampede scene, he tells Zazu to go get the rest of the pride, who never shows up during the scene. And honestly, Scar could have gotten caught uh, the, the way that that whole thing went down. Um, the filmmakers just forgot about it completely. Uh, and then he says, for what it's worth, if it matters, I wrote several of the sextons in this video. <laughs> I don't know if it'll come up, but I'm proud of them just because I liked the thought process behind the pervy ones. <laughs> yeah. That I, National um, Geographic stuff is hilarious. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was like when they're on that rock. He's uh-huh. like, oh, how did he how was it worded? I just lost it. Was it ride him from behind or mount? Yeah. So, so one of my notes is we question if CG lion sex would make this R rated. I thought that was yes. brilliant. Oh, it's so funny. Would it? Uh, Jeremy. I would said, hope so. <laughs> well, I don't know. Um, he Actually, said I don't know he had I to. Look- I would hope so. I, I don't. I just don't want to see CG lion sex. But <laughs> well, that's where you and I are different, buddy. <laughs> oh Lord. Uh, he I'm said he okay had to. With that. Jeremy said he had to Google the name of the movie the original Lion King ripped off, which is Kimba the White Lion. He says, that's a fun rabbit hole if you've never gone down that one. He also had to look up how many Ice Age movies there have been for one joke. And then he says, there have been five. <laughs> Wait, is it, and, is it a ripoff, though? Or is it, is it just an adaptation? I don't know. Is he saying well, that I mean, all it's... adaptations are ripoffs? I don't know. He's not here to defend himself. So you can do whatever you want. Well, I mean, well, I it's, never it's also Hamlet. He had an issue with a book being adapted into a movie. Mm, I don't yeah. know. But maybe he um, does. Then he... I don't know. He said he also had to look up that stupid spirit song by Beyonce that is in this movie. It makes no sense at all still. But I also had to listen to it a couple times to get the melody down for singing that stuff. There's so much singing, singing in this movie. There is. Or in this, in this video. Yeah. yeah. I 
I noted that too. There are so many songs in this, but then he doesn't actually finish singing them, but then it's actually written on the screen. Uh-huh. So you think he's going to sing more, but he uh-huh. doesn't actually. How did you feel about that? Because you sad. weren't involved in the editing process when we decided to do that. I was uh, curious. So that was, that was yeah. just a choice. That was an editing decision. He sang all of that. And okay. then we were like, you know, it actually kind of goes on a little too long. Uh, and so they were like, well, let's cut it here, but leave the words up there nice. because that's kind of an extra wink, you know, mm. to, to people, you know, so release yeah. the full episode, <laughs> release the Jeremy cut, release the Jeremy cut. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't have much to add to that as far as the movie in general. Um, the, the video cracked me up. Uh, I, mm-hmm, I love it. Uh, there are several, like just one phrase, one word moments in this, uh, Aslan that really got me. Um, uh, uncles, yeah, just slip, one of the darkest sins I've ever. Yeah, heard. oh god, <laughs> right. Like, but it's, you know, it's just it, it works because it's perfect. Leonard, uh, Leonard was great, and then thanks Jesus was uh, the <laughs> mm-hmm. other one where I just I don't know. I thought this this was really well done. I like. Uh, by the way, tippy top of the sand dune. I don't know why, but that had me in, in laughing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to Twitter and I said, based on the Lion King video, what would you name Pride Rock? And I gave the options, and and Leonard is beating out all of the other of course, ones. Just wanted of course, to, just wanted to give a a solid. I think update. it's official now. I think Disney has released an official statement that uh, Pride Rock is actually named Leonard. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> this is uh, going to make me sound stupid, but um, and I've heard a lot of people mention this, but how is this still a, a cartoon? It, I mean, it's animated. I mean, but it's it, this is, is the that, thing. So. Like everything is animated. It? I mean, the I mean, you're saying all the the creatures are CG, correct? I think everything in this is animated. So you think I don't think like there's the, any practical video the scenery? Here. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I did not That's know. That's that. crazy. See, I haven't watched it. I I didn't watch the Lion King this version. Um, mm-hmm. Which it's it's confusing because it's like the live version or whatever has been called, and so I thought by live it meant like real animals, right? So I don't know. Those aren't real animals. Nope. Okay. They that's, look like it. That's new they to did, me. Other I mean, than they don't I have, mean, visually, they they did a very good job with this one. Um, other than other than they don't have genitalia, uh, which was yeah, a, we'll a see, big we'll thing. See, and I ha- I haven't seen the movie. I've just watched the video, and this is like the first time I think that's happened. Um, and I don't huh. like that, by the way. Um, I like having seen the source material before I watch the video. I found that out. Yeah, that's really interesting. I I I find that to be fascinating. I I actually was really impressed by the visuals, like because again, Me too, but I, but for I hadn't sure. I haven't watched the actual you know movie, so this is the first time I'm kind of seeing clips from it, and it's really really impressive to me. But I think if I was watching it without being broken up by silly jokes or whatever, I don't think I would be enjoying it as much because I noticed, for example, there was like this line of um, Scar, I think, saying Simba's in the ravine, but his mouth barely is kind of moving. Exactly, yes. And so... like the the voice acting doesn't necessarily match up with what it you're seeing. It steals all the emotion. Yeah, the the, the trying I to make this that. trying to make this uh you know real life authentic steals the emotion of these animated characters that we're able to emote. Uh, yeah, it's it actively makes it it's worse. A, but I, it's a fascinating conversation though to have about like why, which I think for Chris and Jeremy, I don't think they've enjoyed any of these, but like I've enjoyed a couple. Like I, I enjoy about most Aladdin. of them actually. Yeah. And uh, the Jungle Book's not bad. 
Uh, no, I you... like I like all of them except uh, Dumbo and um, and this one. These yeah, are Dumbo the only two. Okay, so here's what Wikipedia says: uh, the animals were designed from art and photo references. From that, the characters were built, all rigging, shape, textures, and furs rendered step by step for further improvement. And then after that, the animation of the animals was crafted by hand based on reference clips. The movements, muscle, eyes, facial expressions, and the way that the animals breathe was animated for more than thirty species. The environment was created using entirely CGI from reference materials such as high-definition photos of the African landscape. And then all the FX simulations like water, dirt, and fire were created by combining virtual reality technology with camera shots so that scenes would be digitally built within a virtual reality simulated environment. Uh, there was new software developed for the movie that was made that made it possible to create scenes with the shaky cam look of a handheld camera. So it's a new form of filmmaking that they kind of were working on, well, just like a combination of all it, that. I mean, this it is, paid off this, because this movie made an insane amount of money. Yeah. As a tech demo, it's spectacular. As a movie, especially one based on previous material, yeah. it's complete mm-hmm. failure, in my opinion. Well, there is a there is that there are people who have never seen the original, and so this is the first time they're seeing this story. So. I mean, well, that's a shame. I'm just saying that's true, though. There's many people who haven't mm-hmm. seen our version of it Lion is a shame, King. But I also wonder sometimes if some of these movies um, also get people to watch the original. Um, they bring it, it back, be. you know, into the limelight. Um, but I don't Ugh. think you needed to do that with Lion King because it's not like that. It's not like the original didn't do really well. Yeah, I don't know. But also seeing Mufasa die again was just wrong. I was I was trying not to watch it happen because it's just so emotional. It's like one of the most emotional things that's ever happened to me. And there's there's a few top five like emotional moments in, in theaters for me. And that was definitely one of them that was horrifying. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons Danae uh, shuts down all her emotion today. That is correct. I was about to and... make the joke. That's why she loves emotions. <laughs> <laughs> so much emotional love. I love it so much. But then I'm watching it on the Sins video and it's supposed to be like uh, it's supposed to be OK because, you know, like. It's just, it's a Sins video, but I literally could not pay attention to the Sin at all. I'm just watching Mufasa, like, die again, going, this is horrible. This is the worst. <laughs> they I should have said no. a good point that I never thought of in that scene, though. Why would, how could he not get the herd to just move away? Yeah, they should, they should, if, if they're paying the due respect at the birth, like, what is it that, you know, yeah. that they can't, you know, act rationally if they act rationally other places? Um, I really did like too the sin about that good can only conquer evil because evil is too lazy or inept to mm-hmm. organize. <laughs> and then this sort of like turn on to I live I'm alive in 2019 and the world is on fire. Just that whole delivery and that message, I was like, dang, that's deep. That'll tweet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh that's good. Um I had a good time watching I had a good time watching it. Yeah, it's but good I, stuff. But I like it as a Sins video. I don't know that I like it as a movie. Yeah. Um and then we already talked about uh the turd. The so sorry, Jonathan, um okay. plug your ears. That cracked me up. The dung ball. The, but the, no, the it whole was very for- funny. The Forius Gumpy and route. Like what a perfect way to describe this tuft of hair. Mm-hmm. Uh and then also, <laughs> oh my god, it's a bird rolling a circular giraffe turd. I'm like, it's poop. It's poop. Like just this whole thing. Uh, I thought that was so stinking funny. Um, and then like unplugging spirit net to reboot. Those are um, Hakuna X Matata was in this one. Mm-hmm. Just really fun. This was a lot of fun. Good stuff. Yep. Uh, let's move on to National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. 
this was a Cher Watkins joint, mm-hmm. Barrett and Jonathan writing on this one. Um, I It's been a while since I've seen this movie. I remember thinking it was amusing enough. Uh, and, you know, I laughed a few times, but I've, I haven't really had the design. The National Lampoon stuff just hasn't clicked with me uh, in the way that it has some people. Um, Jonathan, what's your experience with um, this movie? I well, um, as far as the National Lampoon stuff, I mean, I I like the first Vacation fine. I like Animal House fine. But no, I know what you're saying. Um, I saw this movie in the theater when it came out. I was like 13. Um, but even as a kid, like I don't. This wasn't a movie like I went back to a lot. Like I mean, people like this is like a religious Christmas. I mean, this is like a religiously viewed Christmas movie for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and I've never quite understood that. Um, it's yeah. fine. Um, it has, yeah. it has funny moments and then it has That's a lot of moments yeah. that are uh, not funny. I agree. hundred percent. Did you ever seen it? Nope. Yeah. No, this is one of those that when people hear that I haven't seen it, they freak out. Really? This one? Yeah. There's so many That's, though. There's so many movies that people are like, you haven't to seen those people. well after watching the sins video then yeah are you interested in it at all did you find any of it funny or okay (laughs) well i thought this was gonna be an interesting one for me and barrett because i knew barrett was at least i don't know how huge of a fan he is of it but i know he likes it and uh well i I asked him too you want to know how many times he's seen it he told me you want to guess good yeah go ahead and say that then i think he's seen it 13 times okay uh, Jonathan, oh, what about no, you? How many like times do you think he's seen it? Sixty-seven or something. He's seen it 50, over fifty times. Yeah. Wow. He says this is one of those movies I probably didn't need to watch it to sin it. I've seen it <laughs> probably mm-hmm. fifty plus times. It's pretty much. This is his quote. It is pretty much a perfect comedy. <laughs> <laughs> well. Yep. It's but not the first time Barrett and I have though, disagreed on movies. Oh yeah, but yeah, no. So I'm definitely not anywhere near that level. So I, I even in case he didn't remember, like when I sent him the script, I was even like, keep in mind, I, I just don't really like this as much as most people. So, um, you know, do whatever you got to do. But he kept a lot of my stuff in, and um, actually, we agreed on a few things, um, like the Randy Quaid stuff. Yeah, um, we were both of the agreement that the movie kind of like kind of stops in its tracks whenever. Um, you know, he's delivering his dialogue and uh, which is interesting because most people that love this movie, that's a big reason why they love it. You know, the shitter is full. I mean, I hear people say that constantly. Yeah. Um, that's like a huge, and it's, and it's just, I, I just, I don't get why that's funny, <laughs> but it's, it's too real in my house. For other people. <laughs> it's just huh? too real. I said, it's too real in my house with four adult children. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess him standing out there in that robe, like just emptying it into the sewer. I mean, I guess that's kind of. I mean, I guess I kind of get it, but I, I don't yeah. know. Uh, yeah. But um, in fact, it was really funny because I sent. I wrote the script for this the night before. I finished it like the night before Thanksgiving, and then I went to my parents' house for Thanksgiving. And one of my brother-in-laws. I mean, we weren't even talking about Christmas vacation. Um, I was uh, petting my mom's, my mom and stepfather's dog, and uh, he just walked over to me and did the whole bit about the Mississippi. Um, the Mississippi leg hound thing just out of nowhere. Right. I'm like, man, people love this movie. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. do. They do. What else did Barrett have to say? Uh, he said his biggest gripe was them digging up that GD tree and getting it back to the car within like <laughs> yeah. an hour. Yeah, we both wrote some stuff on that. I, yeah. having never seen it before, um, I-, I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> like, because well, it's obviously just ridiculousness, but I didn't know what they were doing out in the wilderness anyway, having like no right. point of reference for, you know, what is about to happen in this 
yeah. in this movie. So like, are they going to a cabin in the woods? Are they going mm-hmm. skiing? Like, I have no idea. Uh, so for them to go like find this kind of tree out in the middle of nowhere and then having not brought anything to chop it down. We touched on this a few times, I think mainly in that sin, but um, it is a, another reason why this movie doesn't work for me is because it never knows exactly what it wants to be. Like it's, as far as I can tell, it's supposed to be like, it's in reality, you know, like it's a pretty, most of the time it's a pretty just standard, um, um, you know, comedy of this type. But then they have like these really weird Looney Tunes moments where like they're driving under that truck and then they somehow dug that tree up. And then the right. whole scene yeah. with the squirrel, you know, yeah. stuff that couldn't happen. Um, but then everything around it is very normal stuff. So it just it, it 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 never really finds its tone. I guess would be the best way to put it. Yeah, yeah, it does. It, it has competing tones. I think the uh, the first vacation movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it finds a balance of those tones nicely. Like Agreed. There, there's, Agreed. There's a way that it, it knows it's a Looney Tunes-ish type thing, but it has the heart exactly where it needs to to kind of, you know, uh, balance that. Whereas this, it just, it seems so disparate, you know, it, mm-hmm. just, they, it just seems like it's jumping back and forth in weird ways. And I don't know if the fact that they stuck them at home for this one had something to do with that too. Like they were having a harder time, you know, finding antics and stuff, but I don't well, know. This, to me, to me, this one is like, you can tell you're watching a comedy from like a certain era because mm-hmm. things that were funny then, like saying the shitter's clogged, just aren't as funny now, you know? Mm-hmm. They weren't funny back then in... either, to be fair. Well, but... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Cause you know, you just didn't talk about the shitter being clogged back then. <laughs> I was 13 and didn't think that was funny, so maybe oh, I'm just boring. Well, well, there you go. <laughs> Let's talk about the uh, the video part. Uh, the only thing I, I wanted to bring up was uh, One Angry Man would be excellent at CinemaSins. I thought that was great. Um, that, was, uh, that was really good. Barrett has a lot to do with that. I wrote 12 Angry Men, and uh, he changed it to that, and I was like, oh, that's yeah. perfect. Yeah, yeah. Because that uh, that's that one of my really all-time good. favorite movies. So, What did you guys like from the, the video? I like the food additive designer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Only because I didn't know what it was, and then the sin was immediately uh, about that. More on that and keeping like, tabs. Okay, oh, okay, right, cool. Very nice. <laughs> I also liked all three of us have said that. <laughs> I liked seeing, um, you know, Elaine in in a movie from back, kind of, you know, in a different time where mm-hmm. she's got the big hair, and but I didn't know who she was. It was hard for me to piece together. Like, are they neighbor? Were they neighbors? Were yes. they the person's neighbors? They were supposed okay. to be neighbors. Yeah, but it, like, okay. we, and we pointed, we, and Barrett and I both actually had sins about that, that it made no sense that they would live in the suburbs. <laughs> yeah. Because they were they like were kind douchey, of... like city people. Huh? Yeah, they were super bougie. Yeah, or bougie. Yeah, that's a better way to put it. I shouldn't have said douchey. <laughs> well, <laughs> it kind of works. Bushy? Bushy? Um, yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, but that, And I guess this was right around when Seinfeld started, right? Because it was 89. Yeah, that would have been almost exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I was really confused by a lot of it, you know, as the, the, the jokes were kind of rolling through with him, like saying, greeting all of the people going into the office, like, mm-hmm. hello, hello, hello. Mm-hmm. And then calling one of them. And I don't even remember what he called them. But he, like, yeah, sorry, call, calling them names. Yeah. Like, wouldn't that be a bad thing to do at your job or like so? And then the sins kind of indicate that he's sort of a jerk. So that's a Chevy Chase thing. Part part of me kind of wants to watch it now to have more context of what I was what I was seeing, but at the Mm. same time, I kind of don't. I kind of just don't even. I'm going to make a guess as to whether or not you will ever watch this. No, you will (laughs) never watch this. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Well, it's interesting because Barrett brought up a few of these things. He talked about how Chris Columbus was supposed to direct it, and uh, I I guess which is weird because he's been dead for years. Huh? Which is weird because he's been dead for years. Did your kid do that in school too? <laughs> he's dead. Christopher 
Columbus is dead. My daughter's actually learning about explorers currently. I've we've had so many explorer discussions. Yeah. Um, Are they on the Dora chapter yet? Huh? <laughs> oh. Dude, that Dora chapter was a few years ago, and yeah. uh, that that lasted long enough. Um, mm-hmm. Although the Door of the Explorer movie, nice surprise from 2019. Just saying, nice. Um, how long the family must be at the house? Though I like that we pointed that out. That was mostly Barrett, but that was that was really interesting to me because like the time frame in this movie is really jacked up. Yeah, but apparently yeah. the family was there for like like two and a half weeks. <laughs> Which would be horrible. That seems like a lot. That seems a little more than like a. Tra- that seems a little more yeah. than a traditional family Christmas. That's excessive. Yeah, <laughs> definitely um, excessive. I love the first of two scenes you forgot about before watching this with your parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, that was good. Uh, which is very true. And then I loved all the crap around the lights. Like we send that a few times because that's a big part of this movie is him trying to get those lights to work. And it, it you're just like what you you seriously didn't check the breakers for like four days. Yeah, like you've just been. What have you been out there doing, <laughs> man? I when I I see any power outlet that has all the different plugs mm-hmm. plugged into it, I, I get so nervous. Be- but it's because I w- have been in houses before where I've seen that before. Yeah, my uh, my wife oh, so is scary. really big on. She wants to she she wants to be able to just plug something in wherever she is. So when we had this house built, that was one of the. She actually we had to pay extra because like you have like an allowance of uh of plugs and uh she went over that quite a bit we have like (laughs) so many outlets in this house but i can appreciate that it's awesome you know i could have i could have saved you some money i know a place that sells those oh no (laughs) i have a bad feeling about this jonathan (laughs) okay aaron go ahead at at the outlet store nice (laughs) no that, that was that was actually very nice yeah, um, there, there it was. But yeah, light switches and uh, pl- and plug outlets. We have we have many many. Anything else about the uh, Christmas vacation video? Uh, no, just that they get away with kidnapping at the end. I always think that's really interesting too. Like they they kidnap someone, and not only do that's they get away Looney with Tunes it, but uh, Clark gets a bonus. Yeah, yeah, that's the Looney Tunes part of this. That <laughs> one of them, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. And that's uh, that's uh, that's Bill Murray's brother, which I always find fun. I think I even had a stand in there that we ended up taking out because it just didn't work. But that's that's one of Bill Murray's brothers, and um, I always just think it's funny because Bill Murray and Chevy Chase, like, um, you know, it's very well known that they do not get along like at all. So, um, or at least they yeah. didn't back in the day. You know, like back in the eighties when they were doing Caddyshack and stuff. So I'm I'm really curious how their relationship was with the brother. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if if you don't win your first bet, bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Hey, podcast peeps. It's me again. Um. Mm-hmm. Those are my dogs. Mm-hmm. Those are my. 
every time I try to talk. Wow. Is this how Aaron feels? When we're... Okay. We're going to try this. Okay. I just wanted to tell you about the survey again, which is at cinemasense.com slash BTS. So go fill it out. Um, all right, well, let's move on to uh, to something we have all foreshadowed. Keeping tabs. The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to bitch about movies and share pornography with one another. Ha ha! Oh, jeez. This is the most public yet of my many humiliations. Can I actually do a second one? Because I actually looked up uh, synonyms for cinnamon. Yes, you start. No. Two, no. two, do no. it. Break the rules, break the rules. No, my notes clearly say one Doesn't matter. story Doesn't matter. from uh, each of us from putting together last week. <laughs> your Actually, your I, notes also say, hey, tonight. Cool, you're... I don't think there's ever been a keeping tabs during the recording of the show. Good point. You should let him do it. Uh, I think I will. I will cede mine to Jonathan because uh, I didn't write on anything this week, so I don't really have yeah. a lot of stories. I was just going to mention um, the uh, interdimensional cable one when we were in the, the process of Mm-hmm. posting that um we were trying to figure out what we needed to blur to not get oh, dinged yes. for like ad suitability that kind of thing the plumbus. Oh, yeah. 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 so there are so many things in this ep- you talk about aliens who have genitalia on their face you talk mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. you know the the plumbus that looks like a penis mm-hmm. you, you talk about mm-hmm. the uh the yogurt dispensers that look like buttholes like <laughs> There, this there's this, sphincters galore. This show, uh, I, I've said this from the beginning. There's a, a one of the very first things that they do in the the pilot. They pull this uh, testicle fruit from this tree, and it, it looks like you know testicles. And then mm-hmm. part of the tree looks like a vagina. And then it's just like like they they very purposefully have very uh, genitalia shaped things uh, in their episodes. So it's always interesting to me to like, what do you blur and what don't you blur? Should we just blur the entire screen for the entire video? Cause mm-hmm. well, but did you notice that the plumbus was bur- blurred in one part and not another? Yes, I did. Oh, was that on purpose? No. Oh, okay. No, okay, it was okay. just, it was just missed. And so oh, okay. it's, cause it's, what's funny is that I didn't even notice that it was blurred in the editing process. I yeah. had, I totally well, at first it missed wasn't. it. I totally missed it. At first it wasn't. Then it was dinged, so then it was. Oh, then it I was see. undinged, so then we released it, and then because it wasn't at the end, it got dinged again. Oh my god! So yeah, so it's <laughs> the what a journey. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Rick and Morty. <laughs> also, Plumbus. So, anyways, I just thought I'd mention that. But go ahead, Jonathan, tell us what did you find for uh, for cinnamon synonyms? Oh yeah, in the cinema sins. Um, a lot actually. Amber. We have Amber? beige. Oh, yep. we're talking the color cinnamon now. Yeah. I, oh yeah, I guess so. Well, here, let's see if I can find. So there's cocoa. No, no, no. You're right though. You, in 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 Sopranos, it was uh, cinnamon on cinnamon on cinnamon. Uh, I think is how the sin was originally written. So they have, nope. but okay. uh, cocoa is on there. Although I don't you're know your how max, that's a Aaron. synonym. You're your max friend. Cocoa is not a, a synonym for cinnamon. I don't think this is like like. I hope people don't actually use the internet to look up synonyms because this isn't right. <laughs> they have coffee. No, I think yeah, they're going no. more with like the idea that. Cinnamon's no. similarness is no. like this spices. Was, in this general. was an awful idea. So let's go to what I actually looked up. <laughs> um, there you go. That is our cinnamon sin. Is there is no cinnamons yeah. for cinnamons? Oh, that was a mistake. Oh, oh, but, oh, but, oh, but before we before we move on from cinnamon mm. synonyms, can I tell you something super fast? Sure. Okay. So some of the people in Discord are putting together a Dungeons and Dragons one shot. 
And I think nice. there's two spots that are left open on it. And so if you're interested, I mean, you can message me and I can get, but that's not the point. The point is, is that it's happening in the city of sin, C I N. And so I named my character cinnamon. Her name is cinnamon sticks because her hair is red and dready and looks like cinnamon sticks. Nice. And she's a barbarian. That's cool. She just attacks people with a ax. <laughs> I'm very excited about it. I, I do not expect this character to, to last through the entire one shot, which is, by the way, just means that you're playing one time. It's just like mm. a once and done game. Yeah, yeah. It's not like a whole campaign or whatever. So I don't think she's going to live very long, but I'm real excited about Restraint. Cinnamon. Restraint is not her strength. Well, I mean, she's just, she she's going to be doing something she's never done before, and I don't expect her to survive. Axe faces first, axe <laughs> questions later. Ooh, gotta write that down. <laughs> gotta write that down. Okay, go nice. ahead, Jonathan. Um, so I did, um, and we ended up writing a sin in, uh, for Christmas vacation about the food added to a designer. It was something along the lines of, I just spent like however long of a time Googling food added to a designer, and I can't get that minute and a half of my life back or whatever. Right. Um, and I actually spent more time than that. But yeah, I was I was just like, when I heard that, it was just one of those weird things. And I'm like, what the hell is that? Best I can figure out, it doesn't exist. Um, additives, there, there's not really people designing like new additives. Like additives have pretty much been the same. Um, I could be saying this somewhat incorrectly. Like I'm sure there are people that approve like what goes in product and stuff like that. Oh, but... sure. There are, there are uh, chemical engineers yeah. who work for restaurants and yes. food companies that are designing new ideas of taste all the time but you wouldn't call them additives necessarily you'd yeah, call them recipes and I, and I or i couldn't i couldn't find that specific job title the food additive designer which makes me really under confused as to why they even made him that but um, well it's probably like subway like sandwich artist like it's not a thing but it is a thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> But, um, but yeah, I mean, I was just, and then, so then I just got on a tangent where I was just looking up different additives and, um, you know, I learned that additives actually, um, while they are added for like texture and stuff, um, and color, uh, there are actually quite a few that are added for nutrients, which I did not know that. Hmm. Um, um, but like, like, uh, and then even stuff like pickling is considered an additive and then they put sulfur dioxide is often added to wines pickles for preserving uh and then one of the more popular ones the the xanthan gum which you see that like listed on a bunch of stuff which is used for like salad dressings and puddings and stuff like that but all it does is it just gives it texture it doesn't even do anything thickens it up yeah yeah so um yeah there's a there's a whole like you can go down a food additive uh rabbit hole i don't recommend it um (laughs) i did not come out on the other end any smarter uh might have been the opposite And uh, I don't know what to eat now. So there you go. Well, I felt like I came out smarter on my keeping tab. Go for it. After the comments, I feel like I'm dumber. So I'm confused in general. But uh, I wrote the sin in Star Wars Rebels about uh, swimming, swimming in zero G. G. Yeah. And then I called him an idiot, which I thought that was I thought it was pretty hands on. Like I thought I thought it was pretty obvious. Not only the things that you just generally know from pop culture or, you know, from the world in general or even just from classes that you've taken. But I did look it up and I I do have articles that Mm -hmm. totally support that if you are in zero gravity, that if you make a swimming motion, you're not pushing against anything. And then the comments, the comments said that you're pushing against air. Yeah. So I went back and I found one of them. Uh, This says, according to this one, in space, there's no apparent gravity. You push off of a spacecraft. It pushes back on you. Right. um, And no air resistance to slow you down. Well, that's in a vacuum. There technically is air resistance in space. Well, that's not what this was saying. (laughs) 
uh, you will exhaust yourself and go nowhere. This is part of the experiment for NASA during the Gemini program, which was how to train astronauts to use the EVAs. Mm -hmm. Like it goes in this whole thing. And then another person's comment uh, on a discussion about my search, which was would swimming action propel you forward in zero gravity was another comment about you. You can't go anywhere. There's no mass to push against. uh, So you can't swim forward. In a vacuum, but that's different, right? Like, because space isn't technically a vacuum. I think that's the mis- misunderstanding. It was you in the comments, wasn't it, you jerk? <laughs> God, you people. Yeah, actually, because I know, I know, like uh, Vinay does space. like an insane amount of research. So when I saw that sin, I'm like, I don't even have to look that up. <laughs> I know. Well, I apparently, know she already did. But here's the thing. But I would, like, I would have thought the exact same thing Danae did. I didn't search. Is space different than a fucking vacuum? Right. How am I supposed to know that kind of shit? Like, I'm I'm looking at NASA website to learn uh-huh. things, and it's, like, not clear there. So you all can just, you know, be right. Congratulations. <laughs> You're right. I don't even want to talk to Aaron about it because he's smirky. Smirky's got know, going I'm, on. I, I'm not I even totally worried about it. it, though. If that's the thing you're going to complain to us about, fine. But Sorry. but you are you're probably right. I didn't want to do any more research because all of the rage. It's just like whatever. Obviously, all of you people are correct. Congratulations. I did my job. I did research. It didn't go well. <laughs> <laughs> so I think yet another example of a, of a sin that Danae gets wrong. I think I don't I don't know that you're 100 percent wrong. Yeah, I don't. Think and you I don't are, know that actually. they're 100 percent wrong either. Like, mm-hmm. I think there's it's this. like we have a, a sins video coming up uh, that I just edited and I threw in a physics comment and didn't get any response. And so we're going to leave it as is. But I know there will be people in the comments who will be like, um, actually, um, actually, the physics of it, you know, that kind yeah, of thing. Sorry, like, that was that was not my sin. So that was why you didn't get any comments from me. Oh, well, no, it's no it's yeah. no worries, because at the end of the day, we're 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 laws, people. We're having laws. And you know, we're trying I know, to. And I mean, yeah, there, there are probably going to be people that can prove that we're not right. But I but I am. Yeah. But I know what you're saying here. Here's what I learned. I'm just going to avoid anything to do with science from here on out. <laughs> it's not a bad oh, idea. I'm just, for all of us. You know that. what? I'm gonna. I'm just going to be like, all right. Or or well, I'll, people are so or, sure. Or I will purposefully write one wrong. To troll, well, which is part of my job. Yeah. Just want to remind that you does guys. Happen. That does happen. It's it's interesting because people are so sure. Like, they'll say things like, this is how they train astronauts. I've seen the training videos. They mm-hmm. train them to swim in space. And it's just like. Cool. Not everybody has, number one. And number two, the six other comments are saying that uh, I'm opposite. right. So. Yeah. Well, and I still think I, your point is true. I, he would not speed up as quickly as he does. No. He, like, I, I don't he think. swims through space. Yeah. So. I, 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 if I'm going to do something, I'll just say, cause I said so jerks or, <laughs> or rage at me internet. I'm going to use it. I'm going to use it to my benefit. I'm going to turn into some Sith Lord. Yeah. Anyway, that's what I looked up. I did look it up. <laughs> I did. Okay. Let's move on to the <laughs> comment section. Although I feel like we've already been there. <laughs> I want to know what you're thinking. I appreciate your honesty. You're a real straight shooter. You are the ones who are the ball lickers. We'll each pick a comment or two to respond to from this week's videos, if we have any left, uh, <laughs> after all that discussion. 
Uh, we can also do some general feedback here as well. Now that Danae's picking our questions, okay, I'm so exciting let's for talk this. About that. We will when we get there. Let's okay. talk about comments first. Uh, why don't you go first, Jonathan? What do you got in your comments section? Um, got anything well, I already, left? I did have some stuff on the one angry man. We already discussed that, and uh, just somebody saying that they thought that was really cool that we made a twelve angry man reference. Um, and then the thing about Ezra being Aladdin. So one thing I do have though, I just thought it was funny. I love these um, just random like, please do this video. So in um, it was in the um, Star Wars Rebels, I believe, actually. Um, it might have been Rick and Morty. I can't remember. It was one of those two. But somebody just randomly said, do everything wrong with green eggs and ham. <laughs> nice. I guess there was a 2019 cartoon or something. I just thought that was funny. I, I, I love I love those. And I do love those comments because it's just crazy the stuff people come up with. Yeah. Um, that they want us to do we, and we would like to do it all but uh mine comes from uh, nadia muhammad uh this is from the lion king video uh, i found it fascinating because people can argue about anything in the comments and i wanted to bring this up uh to answer the question about scar's name yes he had a different name originally it was taka which is swahili for dirt trash mm-hmm. uh or want he was literally named Dirt or Trash before they started calling him Scar, and everyone wonders why he hated everybody. I saw this comment a few times about this hmm. Taka thing, but in this one, there is following this comment, if you open up the replies, I'm going to guess 40 or so comments of people arguing about whether or not this is canon. And that is, to me, the funniest thing we do as fans of things, is mm-hmm. argue about what's canon. Like, what, what, because somehow when it's canon, it means it's right, but if it's just something that's not canon, we can't talk about it. We can't think about it. I don't know. I just, I found this whole argument really fascinating. That and apparently fascinating. that's a huge thing because I remember before The Force Awakens came out, um, they they made a point to say that there were some books that were written, I guess, that were technically sequels to the... That were no longer canon, yeah. And they said they're not canon anymore. Yeah. The yeah, it's, I can't it's think of the author's name. They were pretty popular, like back in the nineties. It was Timothy Zahn. Yeah. It's like everything that you say in a public forum. If you don't want to have people hate you, you need to end with "or so I think" or "so I was told." <laughs> or, Maybe I'm wrong, but da 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 da. So to give yourself some kind of a freaking, I'm a human being. It'd be nice if we could just start there, right? Like but if everybody could just time, assume that. It would be nice, but just you understand know. when I say something that I that I think I know, I get that I'm human and I could be wrong. I'm just Not telling you everybody what I, is like that. Though. I know a lot of people think, speak as if they but don't are. Don't you think we should? It'd be nice to start from giving people that credit, just to be like, uh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah that's why I, I don't get super enraged right. whenever I read comments. Is because I usually start there. Yeah. Um, I already did my comments during the show. Okay. Well, Danae, lead us into uh, lead us into our question for the week. Okay. So, um, which is your segment now? It's apparently my segment now. Uh, you guys might be really excited about that. However, let me tell you how complicated it is. I sent several. <laughs> let's see. I think six or seven options of different questions and comments and feedback that we could do in this position, and every one of them was rejected. So. I don't know that it's a good idea that I'm doing this after all, Aaron. After all the crap you've well, given me over me, this last week. Qu- let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. How many of the questions yeah. did I send to you for like, hey, is this a good one? Is this a, a approve this one? How many did I, how many? What are you talking about? When you were in charge? Yeah, when I was in charge. You've worked here longer, dude. <laughs> you freaking kidding me? I'm 
knew and every single one that i sent you guys yeah we can't talk about that yeah we can't talk like every single one <sighs> so this whole like danae can you do this part obviously you're gonna be the better one blah 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 i think is just you I know truly like believe just a that. bunch of crap no i think this 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 that's already off to a great start is I, it? I love this yeah i love that <laughs> i've spent so much time thinking about this and then none of it worked until last second thank god for tyler on twitter <laughs> because 21 minutes before starting recording this show he sends in a tweet and this is why we have something to, to ask today now i gotta say i do take a little issue with that there are plenty of questions in the email uh that you just gave me access to yesterday <laughs> at like 9 p.m all right all right fair enough all right. Now, listen, the rage of this segment is probably over. It'll get easier. I just wanted to be honest with you guys and process with you. So, OK, here we go. Here's a question from Twitter uh, at uh, CinemaSins BTS. If you need to tweet S or want to tweet um, question, what in light of Christmas vacation video, what is one of your favorite quotes from a Christmas movie you use all year round? At least once a month, somebody in my family says, and why is the carpet all wet, Todd? I don't know, Margo. <laughs> so that's the question we're going with today. I actually, um, when I first like, quickly read this, because again, it all happened last second, I sent it on to Barrett because I thought that it was specifically about Christmas vacation at mm-hmm. first, which Aaron helped me realize that wasn't true. Uh, this is about any Christmas yeah, video. Yeah, yeah. But Barrett said that one of the quotes he does is little full lot of sap and bend over and I'll show you. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> good, good to know, Barrett. Having, having never watched this. Good to know you use that in your life year round. <laughs> having never watched this video and those weren't in. I'm like, I have no idea what that means. So that's exciting. Uh, but he also said that the noise that Clark makes while eating the dry turkey. He, yeah. I guess they do that. Um, yeah. Uh, regularly so that's, that's kind of fun uh i have so many of these I do too. Uh, and i didn't realize it until you asked this question how many of the quotes that i've taken with me are from christmas movies and i think the reason is because we watch christmas movies every year right so it's one of those things that those quotes are, are going to be uh you know kind of more in my brain um the uh tad bit nipply uh i've used mm-hmm. with my wife uh, many times when it's cold and there are indications that it's cold. I like uh, how you're like dancing around the word nipple. I'm not dancing around the word nipple. Oh, okay. What, 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 why was I dancing? Because you're like, you're like <laughs> it's kind of like when it's cold out and it's evident and it's it's kind of showing and like maybe there's some peaks there. I mean, I mean like like it's kind of around the, you know, like the middle of the chest, but it's it's, it's, it's only because it's cold. <laughs> That's kind of what it sounds like you're going for. <laughs> well, the Chevy Chase character is dancing around it, though. So if you're... Oh, yeah. see, I don't even know what movie if it's you're from. quoting that... Oh, yeah, now that, it makes sense. That is from uh, Christmas Vacation. It is. But other than that, I have uh, You're Gonna Shoot Your Eye Out, Kid, mm-hmm. is probably one I've used in real Christmas life. Christmas Story, yeah. I didn't um, realize that till we till I looked this up. Uh, goodbye, buddy, from Elf. Uh, I will say that to people when we're leaving. They'll be like, bye. Bye, buddy. Hope you find your mom. I don't know. <laughs> whatever reason that one. Your dad? Uh, whatever, yeah. yeah. Yeah, your dad. Your parental unit. <laughs> Uh, the one, though, that I think is only my family is from It's a Wonderful Life. Uh, there is a moment where young George Bailey is in the, you know, he works at the drugstore slash, you know, candy shop. And the two girls are in there and Violet uh, asks for help uh, down from the, the the chair there at the candy store. And the way this kid actor says this, we just use it in our house, but he goes, help you down. Like it's the stupidest thing he's ever heard. And so we just, we do that. Anytime somebody asks for help, we're just like, help, help you, you down. down. <laughs> do it yourself. 
<laughs> uh, what about you, Jonathan? Um, yeah, uh, the going back to Christmas story. Um, my wife and I will, uh, whenever like some one of us is like reading a uh, like a note or an email or something like that. Um, um, I don't know how. I mean, I don't know why this comes up a lot, but we the be sure to drink your Ovaltine. Um, oh yeah, do you remember this from Christmas Story? Yeah, where mm-hmm. he gets like the decoder pen. Yep, and he's all irritated because so whenever we're like we that comes we say that line a lot, and it's usually like when we're reading something and we just like are just being silly, and then we'll like look at it all sternly, and they'd be like, "Be sure to drink your Ovaltine." Um, I like the Wizard of Oz is another line from that movie that I say all the time. I'm pretty sure my wife has almost divorced me because I've said that so many times. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. Um, and then Randy laid there like a helpless slug. It was his only defense. Uh, we enjoy that whenever we see kids in big coats. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Scrooged, the uh, the only the non-Christmas story one in the movie Scrooged with Bill Murray. Um, there's a there's an exchange where these uh, one person says, why are you so angry? And the other person says, why haven't you learned how to button a coat? Uh, we've, we've done that many times. Um, when nice. we're just, like we hear somebody ask that question or something. We'll be like, why haven't you learned how to button a coat? Nice. There's also a great line from Scrooge. I don't do this one, but I was just looking up stuff. Um, I love that line in Scrooge. I never liked a girl well enough to give her 12 sharp knives. I've never liked liked a a girl well enough to give her 12 sharp knives. Oh, like as a gift, like the butcher table, the butcher block (laughs) with the knives in it. I got you. (laughs) What about you, Danae? Um, I'm really bad at movie quotes. So this was really difficult for me. And Aaron had to remind me that I I have said at least one time uh, I'm in a store and I'm singing. <laughs> um, and so I feel bad about answering this question because I myself couldn't even couldn't think of one that uh, that comes to me easily. But I'm not somebody who watches movies like mm-hmm. uh, every Christmas season. We don't sit right. down and watch a Christmas movie, so there's not a movie that I've watched consistently enough that like it's just part of my every day. What What about uh, like Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas? N- nothing. Nothing. No. No. But there, I did think of one um, that I watched with my mom. A few times and since we're like a singing type family like if it's a jingle it'll like more likely to stick in my head you're in a store and you're singing that's why that one ha- i've done before <laughs> yeah. um but there's a song like thank you very much thank you very much that's mm. the nicest thing that anyone's ever done for me that whole thing mm-hmm. um, yeah i don't nice. know where that's from i think it's from a christmas movie it's a christmas carol yeah. See? there you go and yeah. so that happens around our family um that just popped into my head a second ago so i guess if i talk about it eventually one will pop out it's great so we'll and technically just... it's thank you very much not thank you very much you know aaron you're really making it hard to want to talk to you <laughs> <laughs> you know what's weird though about the christmas story thing is i'm not even positive my wife and i have ever sat down and watched the whole thing through together but we've seen it so many times in our life that those quotes just kind of naturally came yeah, into our just lexicon. Naturally happen. Because I haven't actually yeah. sat down and watched that movie all the way through probably in 10 years, 15 years. Because it's yeah, just, we, I don't really need to watch it ever again. <laughs> we uh, we watch uh, It's a Wonderful Life every single Christmas. So yeah, um, there's a lot of stuff is, in there. Uh, I, I haven't seen that in a while either. Um, I do want to show that to my daughter at some point. I'm just trying to think of what the right age is. When did you start showing it to your kids? Just whenever? Yeah, right right from conception. <laughs> okay. <laughs> During conception, actually. Oh Lord! <laughs> I have a feeling I'm gonna we're gonna watch Christmas Story this year because um, she hears about it at school and stuff, and she hasn't seen it yet. So I nice. have a feeling we're gonna be watching that on Christmas Eve. All right, let's move on to uh, Beyond the Sins. To infinity and beyond. Somewhere beyond my wildest dream. To boldly go where no man has gone before. 
We're going to chat about something else from the world of pop culture that we've seen recently. Uh... Don't start with me. Don't start with you? Nope. Okay. I'll start. I still am in, you know, movie mode. Uh, I've seen a lot of movies for award season. Mm -hmm. Uh, I saw the uh, Terrence Malick film, A Hidden Life. Um, which is his latest movie. I am not a Terrence Malick fan. Uh, I don't like his movies, like actively don't like them, um, any of them. I've never liked a Terrence Malick film uh, until this one. I really liked this movie. It's still got a lot of the things that kind of throw me off from him, which is it's very lingering. It's mm-hmm. very, you know, artistic first then story but the good news here for me is that the story is so moving and interesting to me that i can just admire the beauty of i can admire the beauty of the cinematography and still maintain my interest in the story um and this basically follows a, a man in austria during world war ii that had a moral conundrum uh, about giving in to hitler's Rain, because you know they conquered Aust- Germany, conquered Austria first. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, my wor- World War II knowledge is very shoddy, so I apologize if I say anything wrong. Um, but so, and he didn't have to. Like, it wasn't one of those things where somebody put him to the test. He was just like, I'm not on board with this. And uh, the story of you know, kind of what happened then, how it impacted his family, how it impacted his little town. Uh, it's based on the uh, the true story of this man, and it it really challenged me as like, what would I do? I think I'm I think I'm not that strong. I don't think I'm that strong to to take that kind of stand when it doesn't even feel necessary, right? Like you just keep your mouth shut and it'll be okay. Eventually, is kind of what you trick yourself into believing, and it really challenged me. And I want to be a stronger person, you know, to be able to, you know, speak up when I need to speak up. I've put myself in uh, World War II era Germany in my brain before and like, you know, how would I handle it? What would I do? And I've just never seen it portrayed this beautifully and this well. So I really, uh, really appreciated the movie. Well, and that's called A Hidden Life. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to checking that out. Although I'm not a huge Malik fan, but I have liked a couple. In fact, Badlands is uh, probably one of my all time favorite movies. Mm, interesting but yeah i haven't liked a single one of his but like i and and then thin red line there's about an hour of that movie i really like Ugh. but that's a thin that's a that's a hard movie to get through but there's there's a section in the middle i really really i really dig in that movie but the the rest of it's kind of up in the air i actually haven't seen a lot of his more recent stuff i don't think i've seen anything since tree of life and i did, did not you like see tree, tree of life, life. Huh? oh my goodness i i tree of life was just the worst yeah, no, I know. I, I just, remember that was one where I felt like an idiot because everybody I knew loved that movie. And I was like, well, I guess I'm dumb because, <laughs> you know, we can be dumb together. Yeah. Uh, um, but having said all that, I really like A Hidden Life. Well, good. I'll like check it, it out lot. then for sure. Uh, what about you, Jonathan? Um, I'm actually going to kind of because I did the Anna and the Apocalypse last week, which is kind of, a, I guess, a offbeat type of you know christmas theme movie so since we're still in the season something i rewatched again um this past weekend uh was this movie from um, 1978 and it's called the silent partner have either one of you heard of this nope okay so i found out about this movie about 10 years ago um 
and I can't even remember who recommended it to me. It was probably a podcast or something. But um, I uh, I immediately uh, I, I know I was still subscribing to Netflix DVDs because that's where I got it from. I remember, and um, so it's been at least ten years. But um, I watched it, and it was one of those situations where I I loved it so much. I was irritated that I hadn't heard about it until then because I was realizing like I could have been watching this for the last twenty five years. Um, but it's this, it's just this really, really, really good movie. And it, it's, um, it's, uh, Elliot Gould plays a bank teller and this is in, this is during the Christmas season. Um, Elliot Gould plays a bank teller at a mall, at a bank in a mall. Um, if you guys know what malls are. Um, what is a mall? Could you I'm, describe that for me? I was following I know, yeah, you until like right then. It's like this place where there's a bunch of shops. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, and you shop at a mall. Yeah, they're all centralized. I get it, man. Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, but anyways, there's a bank in this mall. He's a bank teller, and he accidentally learns that the bank is going to be robbed. Um, and so instead of telling anybody, he figures out a way to use this like to his benefit. So basically, he knows when it's going to happen. So he starts stashing away money every now and then, like, um, and, um, so when the, when the bank actually does get robbed, he can just say that's part of everything that got taken basically. And, uh, he'll make off with his own little bit. And this isn't really a spoiler cause this is pretty early on in the movie, but then the head robber figures out who's played by Christopher Plummer in a, in a really good role. He figures out what happened. And then, so the rest of the movie is like this really cool, uh, like cat and mouse game where they kind of keep, uh, they keep one upping each other basically, um, until it gets to the end. It's very Hitchcockian, I guess you could say even, um, until they get to the end. And then it's just, the ending is just fantastic. I don't even know how to explain it. It's just, it's just fantastic. Um, it, but it's, it's, I mean, it, this is seriously one of my all time favorite films. And like, I just feel like nobody's really heard of it earlier this year. They released a Blu-ray, uh, before that you can only get it like on a cheap DVD. It wasn't a very good quality. Uh, it wasn't a really easy movie to find a stream even. Uh, but now that they've released the Blu-ray, which I highly recommend it's, and you can get it for like 20 bucks on Amazon. Um, you can rent it now too. Like you can rent it on, I think most of the main digital suppliers like Amazon and Vudu and Google and all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, no, it's just a really great movie. It's like I said, it's not a traditional Christmas movie, but it definitely has like that Christmas feel to it. Cause it is set at Christmas. Um, and, um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's just a, it's just a really good movie. It's just kind of one that most people weren't most, almost no one's going to think about at this time of season. So if you're tired of watching Christmas story over and over and you're looking for uh, something different and you like, uh, like, uh, you know, movies of this type, like cat and mouse thrillers. Uh, I highly recommend it. What was the name again? It's called The Silent Partner. It was from 1978. Actually, it's written by Curtis Hansen, who directed uh, oh, L.A. Yeah. Confidential and Eight Mile. Nice. One of his early movies yeah. that he wrote. He did not direct it. What about you, Danae? What do you got? Okay, so Disney Plus is a thing now. And if you have it and you're looking like mm-hmm. for something to watch, I think this is on Disney Plus because it's a Disney movie, but it just popped into my head and I want to rewatch it. It's a movie that I saw on VHS tape, I think like at my grandmother's house when I was really little, Mm -hmm. because she loved VHS tapes. I mean, why wouldn't she? They were all the They're amazing. Um, It's called One Magic Christmas, and it's a Christmas movie. Uh... And it's one of the what ones. You, what what is it though? Okay, but it's one of the ones that when I saw it when I was little, that I was incredibly impacted by it because there's this moment when a car crashes over a bridge into icy water. I now, yep, it's on Disney Plus. Thanks, Aaron, for looking that up. Um, I now have a phobia of cars and water, and it comes from this movie. But the movie is supposed to be about Christmas magic. 
and it's it's more of a bleak Christmas movie. It's it's yeah, not, sounds like it. It really is. It's, it, but it kind of reminds me maybe a little bit of like you know something's going wrong until you realize the true meaning of Christmas sort of a mm-hmm. feel. Yeah. But it's um you know it, it features like you know a family that's going through a hard time, and I remember like kind of relating to that a little bit like mom and dad having money trouble and like knowing your parents have money trouble and um so anyways this is one of the first christmas movies i can remember and i completely forgot about it until i saw like um like a video clip of it or something that happened i think like just a couple of weeks ago and all of a sudden just is like flooded back the scenes from a grocery store the mother yeah and you know how like you'll watch something and you i i recognize faces i don't remember names but i recognize faces and so there's this thing that happens as you watch movies and films and all this stuff and you're like where do i know that face from and then imdb is god bless imdb well like the mom in this one is someone that i have this like care for every time i see her in anything and it's from this movie because it was one of the first ones i have a memory of so this is one of my first Mm. christmas movies it's like it's a disney movie it's really chill uh it's like 6.6 out of 10 on imdb so not super popular there but like 95 percent on google so that's interesting you know people have different opinions oh Mm -hmm. oh it was released in 1985 yep 1985 it is rated g yeah um and it is mary steenburgen uh is who you're talking about i'm almost positive i've seen this but um and and like the little girl from it uh she reminds me of drew barrymore but she's not uh, it's not Drew Barrymore, but she so has like the little. She does look like it's Elizabeth Harnoy. Is her name? Little cheeks and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's. Um, uh, she's been I think in other there's things. a there's an angel in it. Uh, you know, like the idea of a, of a Christmas angel uh, in this. That's just sort of like a regular person. So that Gideon. Gideon. Yes. Gideon is played by Harry Dean Stanton. Uh, made me very fascinated with angels. So it's just kind of uh, it popped into my mind, and I thought, well, since I haven't watched it recently because like oh guys do you go back and watch something that it just stand out stands out from your youth and ruin it or do you just let it live but what if you go back and watch it and you still love it what if i hate it there's then actually that's okay. a, a slew there's a, a handful of movies on disney plus that i haven't had a chance yet to go back and watch that Is i watched a lot as a kid like a uh, candle shoe Twenty Thousand leagues yeah. under the sea right um, yeah I'm, I'm really looking forward to going back and checking those out, like watching them with my oh daughter my or something. But yeah, I am also a little 40, leery. 47% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's not too bad. One it's, Magic Christmas? That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, not bad. That means I like don't half know. the people Here, liked it. Here's what I'm here's what I'm doing. I'm telling you about it. So if you want to watch a cheesy 1980s Christmas movie that's Disney, there it is for you. Yeah. I thought I'd mix it up this week. Nice. Try to do something that's more visual. Did you just... Did you just do a movie? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Do we all do movies? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. This yeah. week, myself did older stuff. Uh, Aaron went right? with something more early, uh, recent because he's watching a lot. <laughs> Technically, something that may not even be out yet. I oh, have no of, idea. What's the what's the, movie, what's the Michael Bay movie on Netflix? Six Underground. Okay, I um I actually tweeted about this last night. I was going to watch this last night and think that was going to be the thing I was going to talk about, and uh-huh. um, I quit watching it after thirty minutes. I was just like, "This is this is not a movie for myself." You ready for a shocker? You love uh, it. I spent about twenty minutes talking about how much I love this movie on the latest Sif Pop. I knew um, you had talked about it, but um, I, I hadn't listened okay. to it yet, so I didn't know if you liked it or not. But um, yeah, that's fine. I just, you loved this, it, and you didn't like John Wick Chapter Three. Okay, that makes <laughs> that makes. So I talk much about sense. that. I talk about that on on the episode, and if I you know, want, it's you fine. Want to and, hear it. and maybe if you liked it, maybe I'll give it another chance. But, no, 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 no. Uh, no. That listen, car listen, chase don't. scene at the beginning was. 
insane. Uh, yeah, but not in a good way for me. <laughs> or in a good way. It, huh? it, it, there's there's a very fine line, you know, sometimes. Uh, I just, it was so off the rails. Oh, it that is that. I just, it is that, I yes. just, I, within, within five minutes, I was just like, either I'm going to turn this off like you did because there's nothing here, mm-hmm. or I'm just going to give myself to it. And I'm just going to be like, Take me away, Michael Bay. What what are you going to do to well, me? Well, and I probably will finish it at some point or rewatch that part. I don't know. I just last night I just was like I'm just I'm not feeling this. And that is part of a problem with streaming because you can do that, but I rarely turn a movie off after I start it. Danae, why are you giggling so much? Take me away, Michael Bay. What are you going to do to me? I'm also not a huge Michael Bay fan. I don't know that you are. Me either. I like The Rock, okay? Maybe the first here's, Transformers movie. Here's the other thing you need to know. I also just up upgraded everything about my viewing experience mm-hmm. i upgraded my tv i upgraded my sound system I oh boy Dol- did you ever dolby atmos uh surround uh i have you know gore- so like i watched it on that and it is the kind of movie that benefits from that because it makes it even bigger and crazier and so i think that was part of it too Oh, I'm sure. And like I said, yeah. I'll I'll probably give it another chance, especially if you loved it. I mean, that's always no, intriguing to me. Don't say that. You're, you, you, I'm telling you, you're going to have the same experience of the first 20 minutes all the way through. So, okay. you know, you know what to expect. There's that's nothing true. coming. I might have just not been in the right mind last night because a lot of the times yeah. I like insanity. So it, it is definitely that. That's going <laughs> to wrap it up for Behind the Sins this week. Don't forget to make sure you're subscribed. Go ahead and leave a comment and rating as well while you're there. Uh, hang out with us on Twitter. We are at at CinemaSins BTS. Uh, and then if you want to hang out with us personally, I'm at Aaron Dicer. She is at Danae Says. D-E-N-E-E-S-A-Y-S. And he is at Sam Loomis 13. So for Jonathan Watkins, Danae Hughes, and myself, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Send any feedback to BehindTheSinsPod at gmail.com. And be sure to subscribe or message us at Twitter. And be sure to visit CinemaSins.com. Why does my brain work this way? Punch you in the face! Everything I do right now, you're smiling because you're like, that's an outtake. (laughs) (laughs) Every time I log into the back end of the website that i used to build the survey it says your trial period has ended and i think i wish my period has really ended <laughs> has it been a trial yes <laughs> i couldn't even go to D. really that's how bad it you, was you must be menstruating horribly it, it, it was awful i i even tweeted i was like i'm gonna get up and i'm going and i'm excited and i got up and i showered i got all the way out to the driveway and i just stood there staring at my car going i can't i can't do this like i literally cannot do this because you know you're going to go and you're going to sit there and just be like this crumpled old dried potato (laughs) anyway stupid dependable ovaries check one two test one two so i've been reading all all of the um survey stuff survey says and i can't i can't help but there's like some people that have you know criticism Right. Wait, are you about to to talk about being surprised people have opinions when you ask for their opinions? (laughs) Nope. Nope. I want to read the exact question to you. The first question is, what's your favorite BTS segment? And then you rank them. Mm -hmm. And then the next question on the survey was, what do you want to hear less of? And it was an open ended question. And 70 some percent of the people said, what's wrong with you? Why would you ever do that? Also, how dare you make me rank these segments? Nothing is wrong with the show. However. 
However, there was that small percentage that had something else that they wanted to kind of like comment on. Mm -hmm. And most of them were really like totally fine. But then there's a couple that they just said something that like, I still think about it. And so here I am at the very beginning, you start recording and I'm like, going to go, la, 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 la. <laughs> and, and one person's feedback was uh, not wanting to hear us do vocal exercises in the outtakes anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just weird to me because my brain doesn't think about this, the majority of the audience sure. that not only thinks that there's nothing wrong with the show, but wants us to do more. Uh-huh. But because I've read everyone's opinion. Yeah. This is this is the conundrum of focus groups. Yeah. This is the conundrum of research. You want to present something that gets better for your audience, but not lean the arrow to getting better for one person in your audience exactly. to the exclusion of the rest of your audience. Yeah. And anytime we hear criticism, we hear it a hundred times louder than we hear praise. Isn't for, that weird? For whatever reason. But it's so weird because like the data is just boom it's right there i've said many times one of my gifts is that i think i do hear them at the same volume i really do like I, criticism does not seem louder we'll find to out because there's a couple in there that are <laughs> specifically about at me. you buddy <laughs> bring it on shoot the arrows because honestly it's helpful to me if yeah. it's if it's legitimate yeah and i can process it and go like what i did and, and mm-hmm, go okay mm-hmm. this is a legitimate thing then i can work on it i can get better but the one that uh, I instantly got mad about, you'll love this, is somebody who doesn't want me to talk about video games anymore and listen to me. <laughs> their quote their quote was, God, I hope, please, you're, you're being singled out, but no one knows it's you, so it's fine. Um, their quote was, I didn't like, come here for this. I was like, this has been it from the beginning. <laughs> also, skip. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, and, and I've heard people saying, thank you for the timestamps. It allows me to go to the places in the podcast. I mm-hmm. love, I love that. That's yeah. great. Skip is fine. Yeah. Skip like, is great. Skip what you need to skip. And then, but I got so defensive about that. I'm like, I am not stopping talking about what I love. Thank well, you very much. And also, also online people do love my suggestions. Well, and here's the other part of it. Once you are honest about the feedback t- publicly, then you will get all the positive reinforcement you want. Oh, yeah, that's what, true. That's whatever true. you want to be true then yeah. becomes true because uh-huh. you know, because people love you that's and right. they want you to be happy. And, I know, if, and you're, you're talking directly to me here because there were several that just was like, just let Danae do the show. <laughs> right, yeah, yes. yes. Did you see the did you see the map that I made? Did you see the map that I made? Did you see I, the map I that did. I made? I did. I did, but I can't for whatever reason can't talk to you at the same time as figure out how to Skype someone. You hit the call <laughs> button, Aaron. You just call. It's the every little every time. I, every time. It's the icon that looks like a phone. I'm befuddled. I only can't think of it when you're trying to talk to me and tell me things. It's like I have to focus and find where that call button is. It's it's okay. not where it should be. It should be middle center bottom. That's where it should be. That's, center on a, bottom. On a on a smartphone, yes, but like yes. on Skype it's upper right. It should not be there. <laughs> I was woken up today by two dogs uh and a toddler all pretty much at the same now, time. Now the good news is uh, they have two dogs and a toddler in their home. That is, that is good. It'd be weird if you didn't. Hey, Aaron, feel feel my phone. Like feel your phone. Yeah, just like run your finger across the surface of my all phone. Right, all right, isn't that gross? That's disgusting. Do you never clean your screen? Can you see it? Look at that. Yes, I can see it. That is. I didn't. Oh my god! You should you should feel my daughter's phone if you want to talk about something. That's can you? Disgusting. What is like you could hold that phone you know completely sideways and I could see the mountains. 
of grime coming I, off of it. My child got a hold of my phone and I haven't uh, had a chance to clean it. It is. It looks like a Petri dish. And you had me touch it. Thank you. Hey, <laughs> yes. hey, touch my Petri dish. <laughs> and my daughter takes really good care of her phone. But yeah, but she, uh, you know, she's a kid. She gets crap on her fingers. She doesn't wash her hands and just like <laughs> wipe your, okay. wipe, wipe your so phone off. So crap on her fingers. Yeah, Can are I we tell talking you? figuratively oh. <laughs> or literally here? Okay. Yeah, figuratively. <laughs> like, uh, like Dorito dust. Oh, yeah. So she eats a lot of Doritos. A few weeks ago, Iris comes up to me and she says, my hands are dirty. And usually like she's starting to like to wash her mm-hmm. hands a lot. So usually she wants to go to the sink and have like this whole like exciting mm-hmm. hand washing thing. And I say it is. And I, I grab her hands and I pull them towards my face so that I can see oh, no. what's on her hands. And it's just she stuck her hands in her diaper. This is the first time she's ever done that hmm. before. It's like it's like oh man, now you know how you that you yeah, can that do would, that. That would mortify me. I I had a hard time watching that scene in the Lion King video with the uh, the circular the, giraffe poop. Yeah, <laughs> the dung beetle. <laughs> that was so funny. Until they've drawn art on the wall with it, you really haven't gone, you know, full feces police. Did your kid do that, Aaron? I had four boys, so. Yeah, that was that was a commonplace in yeah, our I've house. I've always heard I've always heard boys are worse. Oh yeah, See, you've been you've been like peed on too. See, I didn't I didn't have to deal with that. Were you peed on, Aaron? Oh, of course. You you don't change yeah. boys' diapers, four boys' diapers yeah, for years without no getting urinated on occasionally. Yeah, the physiology of of baby boys is is fascinating because not only will they just urinate, like especially a lot of times it has to do with the fact that you take their diaper off. And then there's like mm-hmm. that that freedom and also like the cold air. And it's just like, oh, now it's time. It's like a reaction. Yeah. That's it, interesting. But their bodies are also reacting, um, let's just say, erectally. Oh. <laughs> Not rectally. Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> Erectally, uh, occasionally as well. So you never know where it's going to be pointing. Um, so mm-hmm. that's an, another part of it. We as adults don't always know where it's going to be pointing. <laughs> so, you know. It must half be asleep. so interesting to have one of those. We've talked about this just slightly right, before. You want, but you want to hear? You want get really personal here? Are we, just we, for ta- a are we, are we talking about the? We're, we're going to talk about erections. Oh, I don't okay. know that I want to hear this, but go ahead. <laughs> so, so your body has a physiological response as a male that it like has a little switch to put it, you know, colloquially that it turns off. If you have an erection, you don't usually have to go to the bathroom, even if you have a full bladder. I learned about this in school. So yeah, there's a physiological thing that happens, but not mm-hmm. always. And especially if it's at night, like if you have, cause night erections are a very common thing um, mm-hmm. because of how the brain relaxes, the body relaxes, all that kind of stuff. But sometimes you will have to go to the bathroom at night and have an erection. And I'm just saying that's what showers are for, because I'm not going to stand there and wait <laughs> to try to figure out how to get it into the toilet. Or you just sit down. <laughs> I mean, once you get old enough, you're just, I'm just sitting. Yeah. And I'll take a little I bit of pain. Yeah, I was going to say, it's kind of like the sitting is, is painful, painful to, to, po- to try to point it down oh, oh, yeah, while, yeah. It's, yeah, while yeah, it wants to point to, like, up. It's like pointing a, like a board. Or yeah. Something. Yeah. Man. Plus, you just have to you have to have the distance to clear to get in there. And- so can I tell you that I'm really excited to have this conversation today because I am on my cycle and I'm in a lot of like cramping pain. Yeah. And so my instinct is to be like, man, being a woman, this is the worst because it's like the worst time because I'm in all this pain. Yeah. Now you're talking about like the hard parts of being a dude. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> Super quick story. Sorry, husband, going to make it a little bit awkward. So I'm in extreme pain yesterday Mm -hmm. and I'm like 
like hot, like I'm kind of, I look like a comma, like a C shape. I'm just sort of like an old woman hunched over trying not to like stand up erect because it was really hurting. I used the same word. That was not on purpose. (laughs) Anyway, and I was talking to Justin, I was saying, babe, man, this is a really bad cycle. It hasn't been this bad for years. And he's like, yeah, I know how you feel. I pooped the other day and it hurt so bad. (laughs) And I was like, dude. You cannot compare. Did you poop for four days straight? (laughs) The insides of you ripping off. And he's like, yeah, that's what it felt like. (laughs) He was so genuine. He needs to go to the hospital. I was getting so mad. Oh, we should have like a little segment where we talk about um, medical things. Yeah. (laughs) This is the absolute sign of an old person's (laughs) podcast. Well, what's going on with the weather out there, though? You guys are having an ice storm. Speaking of old people. We're talking about body functions in the weather. That's. (laughs) Speaking of old people, Jonathan instantly is like, how is the weather out there? Well, we've talked about our, our medical ailments and we've talked about the weather. What what do, Is there a uh, old person discussion um, trifecta that we need to hit, Danae? I don't know. Um, like, uh, we've done bowel um, function. Right, right. We've um, done weather. Oh, oh, oh um, uh, our kid's not calling us anymore. Yes, Danae got it. That's yeah. the one. That's the trifecta. You know, I right. don't hear from... Oh, that happens at like eight. <laughs> so you know. I don't hear from my children anymore. <laughs> or, or or like the old person gossip thing, which is kind of like the, the, the church gossip. Mm-hmm. You know, where someone comes up to you and is like, did you hear about Ashley? And then they'll like spill all the tea on Ashley. And at the end, they'll say, we need to pray for her. As yeah, if that's yeah. A, as if that makes it all okay. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like, and then I want to say something like, how would I pray for you for being a gossip? Yeah. And then like spin and walk away. Yeah. Garrett was showing me one time that like, I think it was when I was on just randomly, their Tasmanian listenership got larger oh nice <laughs> yeah so i'm the david hasselhoff of tasmania i'm just gonna assume that's the case oh for sure so it's kind of cool to just look at the map and see where our our, our folks are there's lots of them in canada yeah. and i don't know if you want to go to alberta but i mean it looks real real cold i know we don't want to be cold so no. we can go and, to sao uh, paulo maybe we don't have that maybe warm and maybe warm there brazil or uh or in cape town we could go there or of course Australia, Melbourne, we can mm-hmm. go there. Yeah. If we go to Brazil, I want to get to some of uh, the wax they sell there. I've he- I've heard that, that that wax there is really good. What wax? The Brazilian wax. Oh. Is... Uh-huh. How did I? <laughs> How? <laughs> How did I miss that one? I don't know. All right. Yeah, let's get into the podcast or let the podcast get into us. Ew. You probably have like a notebook. I don't That wasn't funny. It was funnier in my head. Then I realized all I was saying was notebook. So. <laughs> Yeah, I'm on this morning. It's going to be great. (laughs) I'm like Ryan Gosling with that notebook. Oh, shit. Don't ever change, Jonathan. (laughs) I haven't for like 43 years, so I'm pretty sure I'm stuck. Oh, I'm sorry. Danae has just decided to start eating tater tots right at the beginning of the show. What do you mean at the beginning of the show? Right before she has to say hello. Hi. I just (laughs) said I have food in my mouth. Also, we haven't started yet. Well, I was just getting ready to. Well, Do you go, go to for Sonic it. No. every morning. Go ahead, crunch, crunch your tots. All right, Danae, are, are we ready? Like, if I start, are you gonna like do you, pop do you open eat the tater tots a... plain, or do you dip them in like? Oh, she she has a a, a it, way. She, is it ketchup? It's mustard. She no, gets must, a mustard that, packet. Oh, that's good. Yeah, mustard. She way tears better. off the corner. She pulls one tater tot out, and then she <laughs> applies to the top of the tater tot. You know, the part of the tater tot with the least amount of. And and probably the most sturdy amount mm-hmm. of uh, space. She puts a uh, dog poop style <laughs> swirly 
You know, like the the poop Total. emoji, little mm-hmm. little mustard poop emoji right on the top. You got to be artistic with it. And then, and then she puts it in her mouth. Mm-hmm. I eat half of it. I'm sorry. No, should, yes, of course. How could you? How could you eat an entire tater no, tot at you once? Eat half of it, right. and then you do the same thing again. Danae is all tots and sass. Tots and sass. Oh, that's gonna be my shirt. Remember when you? I could have eaten three more tots by now. <laughs> Like, oh, today I'm going to start the show. I'm going to start the show. You better stop eating. And then you just talk. For, I could, I literally could have eaten all of my tots. Do you want to? I will during the show. I figured. It is all good. But yeah, one of those weeks where you don't have a Tuesday. I, if, I, if I'm a little backed up, I'll let you know. Yeah. Always let me know when you're backed up. Shutter's clock. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. I did it. After I said that, I regretted everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park